0: Could she really be here, waiting for me?
1: Hello, and welcome back to CORE. This is CORE, where we talk about video games, ranging from big movements on the top all the way down to the things we're playing. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and this is episode 337. Uh... How are you guys doing? You guys alright?
2: Yeah, chilling. I'm just chilling. I'm fine. Should I yeah, should okay. the room's starting to swear a little? Doing? I should probably
1: doing? tell the world, so I told the pre-show, but I'll tell you guys I, I took a muscle relaxant for a bad back uh, before the show. That may have been a mistake. Because I'm feeling really out of it. But you know what? Is it use...
2: really a mistake to party? Come on now.
1: <laughs> well, that's just the I need that's the attitude I need to have, right? I need to look at this as like, yeah, man, this is gonna be a good time. You two can anchor me in case I go oh, yeah, astray. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, what, we,
3: what I love is that you are the captain of this ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: the captain, I think the captain will get fired if he if he takes illicit material. I t- these are prescribed by a doctor. These aren't like, you know, I didn't go wrestle through the neighbor's freaking opioid pockets or anything.
2: That's that's why you want stalwart uh, crew. Uh, yeah. loyal crew, right? That's right. You know, like, what happens out on the ICs, the people back on
3: land don't understand.
1: All right. Well, if one of you has to take over mid-show, I, d- I dare you to look in the camera and say, "Look at me! Look at me! I'm the captain now." Do that.
3: Just thinking that I was going to say, if we needed to take over, we will just say, "Look at me! <laughs> look at me! I'm the captain." Now.
1: It's one of those movies I have zero. I have not seen Captain Phillips, me but I know I the reference. It the it's impossible I not. Say it,
3: I yeah. say it a stupid amount of times for the fact that I've never seen the movie. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, what are you do you going to do? Is that the Tom
3: Hanks joint? I, yes. I, didn't,
1: I don't know the reference. Yeah, Thomas but. Hanks. He's in that. It's a real story based on true events where Captain Phillips' ship was taken over by a bunch of pirates from somewhere, Haiti or somewhere. It was and,
2: Nigeria, uh, I think.
1: That, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Nigeria. Yeah. And there's a great there's a great moment where a dude looks at Tom Hanks and says, look at me, look at me, I'm the captain now. So that's just uh-huh. the thing you hear now. You just hear it all the time. You know what else you hear about? Stuff going on in the, new, uh, the game business. Let's find out what that is. <music> Yep, that sound means it's time to talk about that. So for some reason, Konami's <laughs> been sitting on Silent Hill for like 20 years doing nothing with it. And then they decided one day in October of 2022 to just shit the entire thing out at once. Uh, I don't know why, but that's what they did. As John wrote in here, zero to 60 on Silent Hill. I, I agree. They went, uh, they went kind of bonkers. Let's talk about what they showed and whether we care or not. Um, one of us, John in particular, is a huge Resident Evil fan. You played them yeah. all and would play them again probably if asked. I
3: I probably will. Yep. I, I'll play through all of Resident Evil 2 remake, that not even just 50% like you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I said yeah but I don't actually agree. I take back my <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: what
1: what is what is Dead may never die. Yeah, that's right. I played until those credits ran. That's an end. Anyway, so uh back to the back to reality, uh this isn't that obviously. It's not a Resident Evil or Capcom event. This is Konami deciding that they know best when it comes to presser events. And they decided to have a 42-minute event about what they're going to be doing with upcoming games. And I said games with an S. That's right. We'll talk about that in a second for Silent Hill. And then they squeezed the cool bits, like trailers in the middle of some of the worst, most boring presentation I've ever seen in my entire life. So I just want to get that out of the way. I think Konami doesn't know how to do this. They've been too much time in the pachinko parlors, making big pachinko money, telling uh, what's-his-name to take off no more Metal Gear Solid games. Uh, We're going to just focus on pachinko and health centers or whatever it is in Japan. Now all that stuff's kind of not panning out. Pandemic kind of wrecked both of them a little bit for them, so they're back to their IPs, and they don't know how to present. All right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't they don't know how i'm excited about these games but the way they presented it was terrible it was awful it was just bad is bad they thought they knew what they're doing they didn't is bad so take that for what they, you will i guess they're copying zuckerberg i didn't watch it but you know kind of yeah they're not the only ones to do a bad presentation recently. It was like a
2: bad.
3: This Silent te- Hill has legs.
1: <laughs> it just was too much. They could have done so much more. This is one of those, uh, this meeting could have been a phone call kind of things. It just could have been trailers and some brief. Well, that's why I stuff. didn't
2: watch it because the way you linked it, you're like, oh, it's New Silent Hill. And I'm like, 45 minutes. Yeah. I then I was like, I didn't realize it was a direct.
1: Yeah. Basically, it's basically a like, direct. No. Yeah. Well, direct for all of the Silent Hill games and you're thinking to yourselves, wait a minute, what? We've gone this long? We've droughted ourselves from the Silent Hill series and now suddenly what we get? Okay, here's what we get. A complete remake of Silent Hill 2 and they ran a trailer for this. Um, that looks good. Um, I can't tell. I think that's in-game stuff, some of it anyway. Uh, best I can tell. But that looked alright and uh, sounded good and you know had had what you want. You got the, the weird pyramid head dude in it and uh, scary oh, yeah, guy, McGillicuddy. Like Head, eh? Yeah. he freaks me out. Him and the nurses. I don't like any of that. They scare it. They scare the bejesus out of me. You know, a little bit of history real quick. Silent Hill still stands as the game that I think ruined me for horror games that made it all harder from then on. Because prior to this, I could play resident evil and not freak out. I could play other games. Uh, what was the scissor ones with the girl and the scissors? Uh, uh, clock tower, clock tower. Uh, another yeah. scary game, but I could do those. Along comes Silent Hill for the PlayStation 1. And I got so scared playing it, I threw the controller down, threw the disc on the carpet, left the lights on, got in bed, told Kim to take care of the dogs. Like, I couldn't do it. I freaking couldn't do it. It was so bad. <laughs> take
3: care of the dogs. I'm too scared.
1: Yeah, I really was. I said, I can't do this. It's so bad. I couldn't turn off any lights. I'm like, oh, the whole house is on. You're going to have to go turn all that off before we go to bed. That's, I think, what did it. So now when I play a scary game, it's just horrifying and awful, and it's that game's fault. So in a way, I respect it because it's like, Silent Hill, you bastard, you're back. You're going to get back into my life somehow because you know what'll happen. Someone will buy it and say, well, now you have to play it, Scott, and then John will be there with me and it'll be a night. Mm -hmm. It'll be terrible. (laughs) Um, But anyway, we just haven't had anything. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, we're remaking uh, Silent Hill 2 with the Bloober team,
3: yeah, the Bloober team.
1: Yep, you know them from such hits as. Hold on.
3: You actually really like a game of theirs. I know. I can't remember what it is though. Um, it's called. I always mix it up with another one. Uh, oh, Observer, one. Observer. Yeah, Observer. that game is cool. Yeah. The Rutger Howard joint.
1: Yeah, he put in a horrible performance, and it was old. <laughs> yes, when he did, it. yes, he did. Yeah. He
3: did not put in a like tears in the rain performance
1: absolutely the game itself was quite cool um i liked it a lot it was scary though but they were known for layers of fear observer blair witch they did a blair witch adaptation and the medium uh which came out in 2021 it was a early game pass game actually for uh the new consoles anyway uh they're doing it i think they're actually suited for this so
3: yeah they've got good chops i think layers of fear is actually very good yeah um and Silent Hill 2 avoids some of the issues I have with Silent Hill as a property, so I'm excited to get... uh, You know, I'm excited to play. It's been a long time since I played Silent Hill 2. I probably played it, you know, around the time it came out, and then haven't touched it since, so it'll be fun to get back to it, but I I can't help but feel, and this is kind of my broad feeling on Konami suddenly coming out with a bunch of Silent Hill stuff, Mm. so... I am very hesitant about all of this. Like, and the the analogy that I've been using is this: when when we played PT yeah. and the whole thing was revealed to be Silent Hills, big Kojima thing, and then that got canceled, and then Konami was like, "We're not making video games anymore. We're done."
1: Yeah, get out you of here, uh, whole teams. Like they fired a lot of people.
3: Yeah. That. Yeah. I feel like that almost was akin to a breakup. It's like you know, we're done. We're done. We're not. Yeah. We're not together anymore. It's over. And this announcement, I would say, in that same analogy, is akin to then getting a text from the person who broke up with you, going, "What you doing? <laughs> you wanna you wanna hook up?" And it's like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Why are you talking to me? We had a nasty breakup. We're mad at each other. We're not on speaking terms. Why do you want to know what I'm doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like what you, doing? you know what's your goal here. And yeah. that doesn't that doesn't mean that if these games come out and they get awesome reviews and you know they they seem great, I'm not going to play them. It's not a moral stance. But there's definitely this weird hesitation of like, no, wait a minute. You showed us something really cool and then canceled it and then even said it. You even went so far as to where if I try to download PT, because I deleted it from my no. PlayStation, you won't let me. Yeah. And there's no reason for that. Like, forget the fact, okay, kojima has gone. You're not going to ever be able to make the Silent Hills game we thought we wanted. Right. But you're not even going to let me download the stupid demo, which was genuinely good and, and scary. And I think that kind of sucks. Yeah. So... I, I do have a bit of hesitation when it comes to Konami jumping back in the pool and being like, sup gamers, let's get back to work. <laughs> yeah. It feels like that a
1: little bit. Um, the, uh, the funny thing about PT, which I always love this about the internet and the world and gamers, they figure out a way, you know, life finds a way. So somebody remade that in unreal engine like frame for frame, it looks the same. Yeah. Um, I think even the source code's out there somewhere because someone got it somehow. They're not supposed to have it. Super secrety stuff going on.
3: Weird. Yeah. Like how Ryan Reynolds didn't leak the Deadpool uh concept that yeah. cut sent out.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh sure it happens. It happens. Never trust him. Just kidding. He's fine. He's a good guy. Best I can tell. Also very handsome. Anyway, shut up, Pill. Let's move on. Here's, uh, oh, uh, what else? Okay, so Silent Hill 2, right? They ran the trailer. Yeah. There you go. Number, number two. Oh, Bo, any, any thoughts to this point? Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, I haven't
2: watched. I don't have anything to contribute. Okay, I uh, just want to make sure. If you got Konami business. And you're yeah. not
1: really into horror games anyway, right? Not really your thing? No, okay. no.
2: I mean, if it's good. I like Dead Space. I'll be playing that. Oh, yeah, so Dead Space. Yeah. I don't like current day horror games. They yeah.
1: Very limited interest. Do the Resident Evils ever do anything for you?
2: I mean, they used to, but I'm lots of games not very interesting well the good news is go to a cottage or some castle and just translate like it's just not for me sure sure
1: no i get it uh soma and the amnesia games all showed up on game pass this week the answer is no okay no i already did soma i did that on.
3: i was gonna say didn't you already play some of these i
1: did soma but i have not done amnesia because i saw some video of someone else doing amnesia and that's a whole nother level of i don't ever want to do that that looked really, really 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 freaky Like, I don't even Oh, I don't think I can do it. Somebody would have to really convince me with, you know, I don't know, cash. He'd have to give me cash, I think. Anyway, Uh, let's move on.
3: The closest Scott gets to panhandling (laughs) is, like, to scare him. He's just like, hey, you want to see me scared? I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Maybe I'll do an OnlyFans.
1: I'll do an OnlyFans that is just me playing horror games, but for, you know, big OnlyFans money. So I'll be surrounded. Like if you, if you see me as an infographic, I'm the little dope guy, dopey guy in the middle doing his stupid videos about, you know, scary video games. And then thousands of naked people all around me. Yeah. Because that's all you'd have on there except for me doing, doing that. I assume somebody else does something on OnlyFans that isn't uh porn or sex work. I'm sure.
3: I'm sure there's a lot of people like, cause I, that's my first thought is like, Oh, it'd be really funny to do one. And that, but like, what would I put up there? Yeah. I'm,
1: I almost did cameos. We should do cameos. The core the core hosts do cameos. You know the cameo yeah, thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, I
2: know what cameos are. Yeah. Um I almost signed careful. up once
1: for just for laughs but I didn't do it. You I'm should. sure
2: you'd get some. I don't think we'd, we'd probably get a few pity ones. Oh, are
1: you them. kidding, dude? Somebody having you go, Um, let's see. Captain, we're under attack! On, like, in li- live to them, and instead of Captain, it's <laughs> William Johnson <laughs> it's, of Ohio. It's
2: very flattering, but I feel like part of the deal with Cameo is it's like, you'll never believe what I got. I got this celebrity <laughs> to make it. Everyone's like, who is this 40-year-old? You know, guy, like that, <laughs> they'll you have some recognition. I don't think John or I have it on the same level as well. But, I know you, know you guys still make an account, I guess. Within the Code core
1: community, people uh lavish you <laughs> both with praise, so I think maybe
2: they do, and they, they're they generous and wonderful, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, and now
1: it's just gross. Uh,
2: I mean, heart. I'm not against it, I'm just, I'm just, my, I'm, I think about. I just try to be realistic and not inflate my if I go in expecting like to make $5000 from hundreds of requests you know that's not going to be a thing maybe I'll get a couple
3: no you so, can go in with the expectation to to Have to go like, Captain. Give Toby a birthday snack, and then like, Happy birthday from Core. Like, you what? do one or two of those. Why Toby? Yeah. What's
1: Toby? What's why did that? Why yeah. is that the name? Because he's
3: getting the cameo. It's Toby's oh, birthday. It's Toby's birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know,
2: this my my mother is a big fan of your show. It's her birthday. I want to get her something nice.
1: Yeah. Her, her name is
2: Grandma. Toby. <laughs> it's time for a birthday cake or something like that. You know, I don't know.
1: Uh, all right Uh, now i want us to do this now it's a mandate anyway moving on uh oh i want this if i ever paid for a cameo though here's what i'd want i want the voice actor that did this
3: i want that guy you think he's he's around now there's the cameo you just get that and then at the end he just goes yeah have a happy birthday
1: yeah yes you gotta have all the echo and stuff though it's not as cool without it Otherwise, it just sounds stupid, but that's uh, from Sekiro, Only Monkeys Die Twice or whatever that's called. Alright, moving on. Uh, where are we? Oh, uh, oh Silent Hill. New sequel to Silent Hill movie. Uh, Return to Silent Hill, they're going to call it. It's based on the Silent Hill 2 game, and a lot of people like that original Silent Hill film treatment, and it's the same director. So if you're those people and you already liked what he did there... <laughs> we're,
0: we're doing it again.
1: More of that. I've actually heard good things, but I've always been afraid to watch it.
3: I watched the first one. I don't think I watched the second one.
0: Oh, um, was there two the of these? Was, I only thought
1: there
3: was one. Okay. The the first one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the so the real thing about Silent Hill, we're going to get into some nitty gritty picking here. Yeah. Silent Hill is a cool concept because the whole idea is that the town is a reflection of your inner ter- turmoil mm-hmm. and like should be. Yeah. The problem is Silent Hill got very popular for certain key things very early on. And then those got locked in and expected to be a part of it. So, like, Pyramid Head was supposed to be just an enemy for Silent Hill 2 because it fits the main character and what he's brought to the town. Yeah. But then everybody loves Pyramid Head. So now Pyramid Head has to be in the movie and Pyramid has to be in 3 and Pyramid has to be in all of these. And it doesn't actually make any sense because now they've filled out, you know, like, popular characters. Same with the nurses. Like... Oh, it's all about sexy nurses in Silent Hill. Well, it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a reflection of the person that's like in the town. Right. And what they occupy it with. Right. And I think that it's unfortunate. I think that concept is more interesting than well, here's your obligatory nurses. Here's your obligatory pyramid head. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it is it, it is what it is. It's fine. It, it's fine it, what it has become, but I am I do get a little sour that they didn't stick with the original concept because it's cool. Although, one of the things, Silent Hill F looks like it is kind of doing that because it looks so different than everything else.
1: That is true. Um, let's talk about that one next. So they're making three games in addition to this remake, this ground uh, Florida to, to top remake of Silent Hill 2. They're making a game called Silent Hill F that John just re- uh, mentioned. Uh, it is set in 1960s Japan. And as a narrative-driven spin-off is the way it's being described. I don't know what that means. Lots of dialogue. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. That looks interesting. The art style on it looks pretty rad. Um, I don't know how I feel about that one. How do you feel about yeah.
3: that one? Do you think Hard that to good? say uh, what it's going to end up being. But apparently the writer has some genuinely, you know, like some really good chops is well known for it. And then, uh, you know, like I said, it, it seems like something different. It's not just here's super foggy town with pyramid head and sex nurses, like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, your back of the box description is epic. That's really a strong one. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Come to Silent Hill. We got pyramid heads and sex nurses.
1: Yeah. Makes sense to me. Um, yeah. And it's definitely got more of a Japanese bent to it, which uh, visually anyway, and it's set in Japan. So you can't, you can't really take the Japan out of it. I really like the idea of whatever this is going to be so more of that um they're also working on one called townfall silent hill townfall <laughs> it's a new spin-off developed by Co- no code studios again narrative driven unknown otherwise we don't know jack about it other than they show like a little teasery image and that's it so there's another game then we got one more called silent hill ascension and this has interesting potential maybe it's a little gimmicky, so probably ain't going to work the way people hope. But here's here's the way it was described on IGN today. Potentially the most unique announcement from the transmission today, which is what they called this, by the way, the transmission. You know, because the little radio, and it's you know.
3: Oh, I get it. Yeah, because you know, the radio
1: is annoying. In fact, I sent you guys a. We're <laughs> gonna play these people. It's basically a podcast that covers all things. Okay. Uh, silent hill my favorite part of the whole thing is when they're standing completely still with their hands in front of them and they say
3: welcome to silent hill transmission the show that keeps you informed about silent hill oh
1: man it's so good man just
3: yep nothing makes me feel more like we're in the world of silent hill than welcome to silent hill transmission while an upbeat guitar plays in the background. yeah
1: right absolutely um it's real weird but anyway uh, what was my point after that This thing's really kicking in. Oh, um, Ascension. So here's the deal. They announced this thing will be an immersive project where participants around the world will control the characters in a new Silent Hill story. Basically, a Let's Play Pokemon version of the new Silent Hill story that will be uh, live in five multiple platforms. Uh, Silent Hill Ascension is a collaboration between Genvid Entertainment, Bad Robot Games, Behavioral Interactive, and DJ2 Entertainment. I don't know why any of that matters. Uh, But it sounds like it's like a... I don't know, like crowd-sourced adventure
3: or something? I don't know. As soon as you start telling me who all is working on a thing like <laughs> and how it's going to transcend gaming, I unplug. Yeah. This is very rarely does it ever work. And when it does, you're, you'll are you be there for it when it happens, right? Yeah, I'll know it when I see it.
1: You'll know yeah. when you see it and or if it's all bullshit that's being shoved down your throat. Uh, I get it. I kind of respect that. Uh, Oh, geez. Bo's hair is awesome right now. What happened? Oh, there we go. That's good. Okay.
2: I'm sorry. I'm just taking it out.
3: Also, I'm going to say this, and maybe this is the biggest testament. This is going to make Silent Hill fans angry. I'm sorry, Silent Hill fans. Uh You've been through enough. What he's about Um, to say
1: is to turn the whole world all rusty and gross and uh, wet. Uh, instead of the nice clean version of the world that we have now John's well, there's about to flip two it.
3: things yeah there's two things one uh this is a lot of announcements none of them is pt uh or silent hills for that matter um not that i'm still sour about it but you know but the biggest thing is is like honestly scott and, and this is i'm sorry silent hill fans bo linked the trailer to the resident evil 4 remake yeah breaking while news. we were talking about silent hill
2: really as of an hour and ago it
3: immediately yeah. made me stop caring about any of this a hundred percent and i've just been watching that this whole time
2: okay i hadn't
1: seen this so this is Resident
2: yeah, evil. i posted a discord it's as fresh as 30 minutes to an hour okay ago. so
1: this is a re remake right yeah, you know what yeah. I'm gonna. Um, here's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna watch it live on the show with the listeners, and I'm going to pause the YouTube because they'll get mad when I repost this stuff. So, burnt. <laughs> all right. So here we go, live, folks. You can watch this in the show. Obviously, at home, you can hear this. Let's play the trailer, the world premiere. This just dropped, everybody. Boy, what a thing to do on a day that you you had your big competition doing their thing. Anyway, here we go. Say world premiere. Oh, there we go. Got to un- unmute it
3: i like resident evil 4 so much you guys i'm so excited for this i mean i played resident evil 4 it's a good one like it's great
1: it's one of the best i played it on the i don't think i'll play this but i'm still curious what it'll look like yeah all right so we got it uh we got your dude leon s kennedy i guess that is
3: yep now working for You're the president looking for him someone so
1: this is a complete redo, right? Stark Maybe. Some missing senorita? Oh my gosh, this is a this Ashley, is redone. Where are you? This looks so much better, Okay. Your soul requires cleansing. Yeah. That's what you do. Oh. Ashley
3: Graham, are you in here? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just
1: let me go. Listen, anime girl.
3: Ah! You're gonna get clobbered, Leon. Yeah, look yeah, out, buddy.
0: What is that?
1: That's zombies. We do. It's a house. Hello, Slams a We need to go. Uh, guy from Diablo
3: Four. Oh. I'm gonna get you home safe.
0: You can stop right there.
3: Ada <laughs> That's <a good> some <laughs> great that acting.
2: What are you weird. doing
0: here? Yeah. You I can stop right there.
2: That was a
3: weird <laughs> read yeah.
0: Ashley, run.
3: shall overflow with these grains.
0: What's happening to me? <laughs>
2: oh
1: no, there's blood now. Abandon yep. your body.
0: Leave the girl. She's lost no matter what. <laughs> she sucks. Oh, that's She's that's doing that's her cool voice. She's
1: bad. you going got to be kidding me. Leon, I've seen you like this before, but... <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Remake the ground up okay well anyway that's your that's your trailer is that exciting to you john you're it's all good yes i'm very excited this is so it really did have the effect of like sort of erasing all this stuff like you don't yeah
3: i just stopped caring i was like i still to be clear i'm still interested in silent hill 2 i know that one's a classic um I, and you know we'll see about all the others. Yeah, other they
2: stuff. may not release at the same time, and you'll have time for all of it.
3: Yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah, there's no there's well, no rule just... that says you only get to pick one. No, uh, as much as society wants you to believe but that, you can play both like games. It was or such none a scoop.
1: Them. I didn't want us to miss it.
3: No, I'm glad you. But, I'm
1: glad you got it. That's awesome.
3: But literally, my excitement was a hundred percent. Just redirected and i was just like oh my gosh because you know this is the continuation of they're kind of like these remake games are kind of become their own series in and of themselves and they're
1: incredibly done like they're not crap they're good really good i love this Uh, that's what they're gonna do here you know they are even though obviously for being a 3d first person or third person uh fully 3d realized game without tank controls all those changes that happen that exists um, but I feel like these fresher takes just take everything we know and have learned and tech and stuff, all the things that have changed and just make these
3: better, not worse or yeah. you know, more playable. I love it. They do need to do the same treatment with code Veronica though. I feel like code Veronica is like the forgotten. I love that game. Like if there's some really cool stuff in there, there's some bad stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to talk about bad voice acting as much as we're making fun of Ada in this trailer for being a little rough mm-hmm. don't ever forget steve from code veronica and Winnie need to Yeah, that guy was a real problem forgot about um that. but you know we, we we should get a remake of that that game deserves a remake i
1: would absolutely play a code veronica remake i'd love the first game i played it on my dreamcast i think it was a launch game i bought yeah. it with my dreamcast um and if they could do this treatment to it, I'd be all in. That'd be great. And you know what? They've proven themselves. Like, this is now a known quantity The Capcom doesn't half-ass these remakes, which really surprised me, uh, honestly. Like, when I played two, was it, I guess two was the first remake I played, and you were there. Yeah. That was mind-blowingly <laughs> cool, how they took what used to be this kind of ugly, half-top-down Terrible camera tank control thing we were all okay with in 1997, but you know, tastes have changed and they somehow made that all work, even though I was terrified half the time. It's pretty great. That second disc, who even knows what I missed on there? Probably the probably the same missions. You know, with the same,
2: just no, with a lady. That's
3: different. Yeah. yeah, we do. It's, it's
2: different. entirely different. Yeah. Because yeah. it has well, a lady. It. Yeah, yeah. It's a hundred
3: percent different. At yeah. this point, I know you're not going to play it. So I can just outright lie to you. It is a hundred percent different.
1: Well, I already know from back in the day, even that that was true. But, you know, there were some differences, but it was really like a new game plus is how it performed. No. Yeah. no, no. New game no. plus
3: existed. Okay, hold on. This is the second time I've had How to explain this today. This is this is weird. Okay. There are four things in that game. Yeah. There, there are four modes. Yeah. Now you only have to beat two of them to have beaten the game. Yep. But there is what happens if Leon goes first? What happens if Claire goes first? That is like what you're talking about. New game plus slightly different. Right. But there is also a B scenario. Which is what happens from a different perspective while whatever you were doing the first time around, this is what was happening elsewhere. That is a different game in the same setting.
1: If you told me that it was from the perspective of a B, actual B. An actual B. <laughs> then I would play that game again. Totally. The whole thing's told from the perspective of a bee that was in all the rooms that you didn't notice. That there's a game. I'll play that.
0: But
3: you meet entirely different characters and you go entirely different places.
1: Yeah, and I don't disbelieve you. I just think it's weird you run credits before that. That's all. You know? Is that DLC? Well, yeah, Is it because uh,
3: they want you to feel like you <laughs> accomplished half of something and you should be proud <laughs> of no it. But no other
1: game runs credits at the half point. I don't think that yeah, works. But, sure. The credits are weird. Yeah, right.
2: But yeah. you know, it was nineteen there were they're trying to be, you know, sometimes games try to be innovative and then
1: they end up being so. You're saying nuts. in this 2018 or whatever it was remake 2019, they were they wanted to rep- reproduce that as because well because
0: you beat it, you
3: beat the game 50% of the game, yeah. But no, no, no other no, game, usually you
2: run credits after the full campaign content, is yes, done.
3: correct. But there's, right. there's two games, you beat the first one,
2: <laughs> no.
1: No, see now that
2: um,
4: <laughs> if you're is... a
2: disclaimer somewhere saying, by the way, you've only
3: fit it played half the yeah, game. it happens at the end. No,
1: lion well, in the credits, end of the credits,
3: yeah, post credits, yeah. it tells you to play through the other scenario to see the true ending.
1: Oh. Oh, to see the true ending. So it's a bait and switch. Hey, this ending you think you got didn't really happen. Go do the hey, true yeah. ending. Everyone who plays think- it is happy to have 50% more game.
2: Let's
3: didn't you think point. it ended a little weird and abrupt?
1: Yeah, I did. But I'm used to that from a from video games, generally speaking. And also, uh, Japanese video games tend to end abruptly for me. All
3: right, let's talk dollars. How much <laughs> money is it going to take to get you to finish Resident <laughs> Evil 2? We
1: already, yeah, we've already established that if I'm playing that that uh, amnesia game it's going to cost people um no i you know look i i would consider it for next halloween i'll consider it
3: oh look at that Yep, i'm committing this much no sorry
1: yeah (laughs) halloween after after next halloween after (laughs) this one halloween 2024 three rather what year is this (laughs) yeah 2023 is the year that we'll all sit down, or we'll sit down again, and I'll play the the remaining half. I still have. I think it's installed. I didn't even uninstall we'll all, it.
2: We'll all forgotten by then. That's that's the move. Oh, but the fans
1: won't. They right. John in. will
2: actually. John won't forget. Well, you and I'll forget. John, I don't think will. Yeah, I'll set
3: a. I'll set a reminder with Siri. I'll tell her to schedule it. <laughs> and then your Alexa will pipe in.
1: Cancel. Yeah. I did it again. <laughs> Shouldn't have one in here with me. Um, okay well there's the, there's your big news across the survival horror genre how perfect to have a week before Halloween I love it. Uh, let's move on though because the Sims uh, Sims 5 is probably underway and so Sims 4 is now free to play no matter who you are. Uh, it doesn't Possibly. I don't know that see that game's not monetized for free to play. I think this is just them saying hey hey player base go for it until we're ready with five. No, I think it's
2: to the brim with microtransactions. Did they all redo the shirt, it? All the t-shirts and all the items. It's yeah, monetized
3: like, through a insane amount of expansions. Yeah, there, there is a a insane amount of expansions to the Sims Four. Uh, if well, I'm if you, just gonna if look you, on Steam. Let's see how yeah, many. Yeah, check it because this
1: because
2: 59, 59 expansions.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's where they get. I that.
2: mean, some of them are tiny content, but like I'll read the top ones. Uh, the Sims 4 First Fits Kit for $6. Uh, high School Years Expansion Pack for $54.99. Cats and Dogs, $54.99 on sale for half price. This is Canadian Well, Here's,
3: the, here's the real total that's, a, oh my that's God. really yeah,
2: impressive. 920- oh, yeah. Oh, you say it. Go ahead. If,
3: <laughs> if you... And right now, keep in mind that a vast majority of these items are on sale at either 50 or 30% off. Uh, and if you add all the DLC to your cart for the free game, right? Yeah, this it's going goes- to cost you six hundred and forty-one dollars and forty-two cents. It's a
1: super free to play. So that makes me think that by going free to play, which I don't think will—I think they're—you know what? I'll bet this is, and they don't get into it here. But I think it's just the base game. It's no—it's yes. no other content. So yeah. John's right. That's correct. The way they monetize this thing is—they go. I want pets. I want an Apple Store or whatever that thing is. I saw once. <laughs> Um, <laughs> an Apple store. It was like that. It was like a big fake Apple store that somebody had in their Sims, and I can't remember who, what the deal was. But anyway, if they want to do all that, then they go spend money there. It hurts them not at all to make – the. this is like World of Warcraft. Just make the base game free, and then how they monetize it is already happening. And is then, it free to play now? Wait, what? Well, WoW base game is, yeah. You can just download and play the – Oh, that's right. That's right. You're the right. The thing without paying. The sub- uh, well, it's it's not so the, long since. You, it still <laughs> needs a, pers- a pers- prescription. You, you can Subscription. pay up to
2: the expansion pack, but per- yes, you can get it and play for free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because
1: yeah. they can't charge for freaking vanilla. Wow. That'd be. I mean, especially because it's not really in there. Well, I guess it is now. with classic, but it's a complicated world over there. at Blizzard right now. Anyway, yeah, the point is. Most,
2: most, most online games watch you in and then they'll hit you with the sales pitch rather than. Because yeah. most people won't bother if they don't try the game and like it, you know.
1: So, right. Well, in this case, I think they're just waiting for five. Same with Overwatch. This is a night. This is a good PR move. You can say, "Hey, we're not going to charge for Sims 4 anymore. The base game. Come on in and play." And it sounds generous, but it's really not a big deal because the game's old now, and all the expansions are out and everything else. And then, but you build that yeah, 2014, goodwill.
2: Eight years, eh?
1: Yeah, it's been a bit. Man. So you you make that crowd happy. You know, you're working on five they'll all pay for five plus the 50 other expansions five will get well
3: and they- who knows what five's going to be we don't even know if it's going to be called five but uh you know it maybe be called one one sims yeah it could be uh, the, sims. the sims you know like yeah uh, just uh, who knows what they're going to decide to call it and who knows how they're going to monetize it like it's always sims. weird like sims has been an iconic series for a very long time like i don't It's been a long time since I played The Sims, probably around the time Sims 4 came out was the last time I checked it out. Um, And it is always weird when you get in new now, because we do live in a time where it's all about the expansions. And so there is sometimes this feeling, and I, I get it when I play certain games, like Civilization can be like this, where you go from a game that's been supported for years now the new base game and you get in and you go wow it's prettier and it runs better new music new models where is everything yeah (laughs) why is there nothing in this video game yeah and uh i'm curious what they do you know who knows what a sims game being made a a lot in video game has changed in eight years
1: yeah more than you'd think
3: do you want
2: to spend 50 or 30 dollars on my wedding stories game pack no
1: no (laughs) tell me what's in it Bill. maybe you can sell me on it do I don't know. know. It's, it looks like weddings,
2: like all you could, all this, all the kit for weddings. Really? It's so like oh, a red like, Why does Mark reach out to these guys and just use these assets and make it <laughs> VR? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, wait. Sims and VR. Let me think about that.
3: Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about a problem? (laughs) Well, just
1: use the assets. I'm not saying, like,
2: make the game, but it's like, you know. Oh, just that's what Scott's suggesting. I'm saying many
3: people. I know so many people that say, yeah, I played The Sims, but I stopped because I realized I was just doing what I should have been doing in my real life virtually. (laughs) Now you make it a VR game on top of it. And it's like, look, guys, I'm sorting my mail.
1: Yeah.
2: also There is a game in VR called, uh, I think it's called uh, Job Simulator. Oh, well, yeah, I have job simulators exist. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played game. it yet, but uh it cause It's it, chorecore, exactly VR. as you
1: described. It's it,
2: you literally go to a meaningless job and, you know, do meaningless work. It's but, chorecore.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. But it feels something some about that game in VR felt really good. Well,
2: it's comical. I mean, it's not meant to be.
1: Oh, yeah, it's not a sim. But
2: no, I'm no, just no. saying that yes, you're John I was trying to help support John's point. Well, I guess <laughs> like, why, why don't I have a wedding in real life instead of in VR? But that's Exactly uh I, I think that's what people are gonna be saying forever as long as v r is a thing so I just better get used to it
1: by the way i made a new thing anytime I talk about a chore- a chore core game on the show uh I had to choose between all these clips i'll play you the take first a muscle ones. No, i'll play the 1st fir- <laughs> i'll play all the clip my hand my arms actually feel heavy it's weird it's like yeah like, i've you know, been
2: there i've been there it's very me, odd feeling yeah.
1: anyway um when we when I bring a chore core game to the show or any of us does um I needed a good I wanted to play a new, you know a little bumper for it a little stinger. But I like these short as you guys know. I don't like big long freaking intros to to segments. I think it's a waste of listener's time. So, I chose from this this grouping. When you working in an office?
0: I'm a working man. You're only working for this marshmallow temporarily.
1: Work harder. What kind of stuff did you do at work? I'm happy to be working with you. Get in, Dick. We got to work fast. I can see we have a lot of work to do. Those are all my choices.
3: Oh, I thought that was choice he, he one. No, you should play. I them. was like, at least you're not wasting anybody's. No, time they were. <laughs> you should play them all. We just need a rock track over it.
2: Yeah. Honestly,
3: I think play them all yeah. and with music behind them, and that's then you just yelling chorecore at the end. <laughs>
2: I all think right. if you want to shorten it, just cut out work from all of them and have
3: it go work, 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 no, work, that's work, work, work. That's not bad. That's not bad. I hadn't thought of that. And then you yelling short. Well, here's what I, I, I think chose. That
1: should be at the end, no matter what. Here, oh well, I'll think about that. But here's here's the one I chose out of that group. Work harder. I just like that one for some reason, so I'll hang on to it for now. But I like I like that work, 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 work. All the different ways of saying work, like ladies, men. Many different works as you can say.
2: Yeah, Maybe yeah, even at the same the time.
3: Song in front of it. I, fa-
1: <laughs> I found a website. I can't find the name of it, but it basically, it lets you search for movie quotes, and mm. it brings the clip immediately and plays it.
3: Oh, I need it.
1: I can't find it send now. Send it. I'll find no. it when I do. I'll send it. You
3: can't it. lose a gem like that. I'll Scott. find
1: it and send it to you. It was actually I found it through some I don't know. It's like a TikTok where they're like weird websites you never knew existed or whatever, and they showed this one. I'm like, that's actually rad. So I use it sometimes for clip gathering, but. Uh, I'll find it and send it to you. Anyway, Sims people, I guess get excited. I don't know. Maybe you are already. Uh, Sony tweets and then deletes a Bloodborne teaser image, and the community's kind of freaking out. If you're into the, uh, that game. Uh, the From Software Classic, their, their PlayStation-exclusive uh, uh, Bloodborne. And all it is a Bloodborne image. Like, you can see it here. I'll put it up. Uh, people, People...
2: <laughs> people like from software games they do it turns out
3: and people also get really fun about uh yeah. bloodborne like this is this is one of from software's like big games it never really went anywhere else it was always just kind of on the one console people have been hungry for this in a lot of different places so yeah Yep. I can see people losing their minds over this.
1: I love the subtitle on the gamer.com's article where it says, Sony probably should have known better, than to poke that bear. Uh, they are a very fickle bunch, for sure. Um, but what I think it means, because that's all we can do is guess, because Sony hasn't said, is there's a big remaster slash remake of this coming to PlayStation 5. That's probably it. I don't know why they goofed and only showed it for a second, and then deleted it. Lots of companies screw up like that or, or do it on purpose or whatever they do. I think that was probably a mistake given the community and its uh, vocalness. But yeah, you think that'll happen? Probably play it. Well, I your mom's PS5 because you can't find one still or whatever. Yeah,
3: I guess steal from them if I want to play it. Yeah. But <laughs> still I, I don't hands. know. I've already played Bloodborne and it was pretty good. Yeah. It's no Elden Ring get all the Bloodborne people mad at me. Okay, no, that's good.
1: I wanted to hear that because I wanted to ask how it compared. It's much more like a closed environments and stuff, right? Like it's more like the Dark Souls games where it's caves and caverns and those are the same thing. Um, It's
3: different and I don't mean to be so reductive because people are going to get genuinely mad about that comment because people really do like Bloodborne. Bloodborne is a very cool innovation on the Dark Souls formula that even Elden Ring is not because Dark Souls is very much about the like, you know, hold up your block and try and circle strafe and try and parry and stuff like that. Bloodborne was designed around a bit more of a... It's not action-y combat like Sekiro, but it's kind of like a mid-step. Mm. So you have weapons that have dual modes that you can switch between that function very differently within the same weapon um, that change up the way you play very quickly on the fly. You don't have shields. You have a pistol that you collect bullets from, and you can shoot during openings to get a cool, like, repost moment within the combat. Mm. And if you take damage you can refill the health that you lost from taking damage by doing damage, which encourages you not to play the very passive. Like, Oh, let me roll around. Like that's kind of the joke with Elden ring is like, Oh, something's attacking me. I just roll, 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 roll. roll. Yeah. Like in this game, because you can recover health by hitting enemies, there's very much this incentive to, Oh, I got hit. Now I need to be extra aggressive. Yeah. And you know, when you play these types of games, that's usually a trap. It's <laughs> usually not a smart way to play, but it's balancing that. And I think it makes for a very cool, very different experience, even though there is some shared DNA there.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Bo is a is a recent from Convert and played so much of, of Elden Ring this year. Bloodborne on... Let's say it's a PC announcement. We don't know. But let's say they say, yeah, this is coming to Steam along with all our other cool Sony games. Maybe that's the thing they're teasing. And people have been begging for that. Would you immediately play Bloodborne on PC? Yeah, uh,
2: maybe. I don't know. I don't really care too much, honestly. Like, I'm not the From software. <laughs> I thought you like, would I, like that I, you? that. I liked Elden Ring a lot. I yeah. appreciate a lot about it, but I'm, I'm not like... You know, I, I'm not one of them. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm not like a fan of like everything because from I, I feel like people give too much praise to From Software. It's like, yeah, they're good, but like, chill out. You know, so you crack. I that, don't know. I maybe you. I'll feel like playing it. Like, uh, you know, a very kind listener, uh, gifted me Sekiro, but I just I'm like, you know,
1: it's just uh, you don't feel driven.
2: I, it's, yeah it's 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 great like you know i don't know anyways that's why i'm just like whatever get your blood borne you know we
1: haven't heard from the from some software uh, people in a while i'm excited for their their reaction to this episode (laughs) i'm excited for
2: this whole debate oh we finally got a good game now the companies don't know how to make games you know like all that shit like i don't like it either. anyways like yes it's a good game i respect that it's great and very innovative and respect it a lot but like
1: you know yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> like, much do about nothing um, there's,
2: there's there's lessons to be learned that other developers could take away for sure uh, about UI and stuff like that but you know
1: there's it's, some UI. There's some, it's There's it's overstated but don't you think there's some UI lessons that From could learn from the rest of the industry because I thought that the game had some weird UI choices
2: well like, it certainly has a ton of menus they can't act like it's like you know I think per, if you have perfect. a
1: button if you have a button that opens the map and the other menu items that same button should also close that, and I'm not blaming. I'm not saying they're the only ones to do this. Other games have, but just Scott's going to float it out there as a universal belief. I know, I know what you're talking about. There was some
2: different. It's a different schema. You just have to get used to it. Like Assassin's Creed was different than what I was used to a lot too. I was, I was yeah. bitchy at first, but you get used to it. Yeah, know? well, so like- with
1: game controls, it's one thing because they got to do their own thing. I get it. I think shooters should be a little closer to each other, just for their own good. Cause that muscle yeah. memory will bring people to your game and, and put them off. I like don't. from
2: software games. I'm just like, you know, you asked me if I'm excited. It's like, yeah, I'm just kind of neutral about it. Mm. There's a new from software game. I don't know. Mm.
1: Well, new old one,
2: you know, Thought it's a remake.
1: Oh yeah. Well, a re-release. We don't. Well,
2: well, we don't know actually. We don't
1: know if they're making a sequel know. or not. Yeah. We, we don't have no know. idea. Yeah.
2: I'm just, you know, at this juncture, it's funny. There's been a lot of announcements this week. I'm neutral on all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing here for me. All right. <laughs> the, then the VR how, stuff was exciting. I had my week last week. None
3: of it requires week. a headset, so Bo is out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had my week last week. Yeah. You did have your week. That was VR week, and we
2: enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's still John. semi-unfortunate because of you know, Zuckerberg and stuff.
1: But Oh, anyway. yeah. Take what I can get. Did I tell you guys I might? I haven't heard back yet, but I might get to 10-day t- test that new headset. But only for ten. Now, years.
2: If from software was making a VR game. Oh, you, know, <laughs> you, you would see my, you would see my ween from outer space. The see, whole house lift off the ground.
0: <laughs> Bo
3: has just descended. He's yeah. he's not he's not with us. I still like flat screen games. Twenty twenty two gaming. I don't even we'll think talking, he heard what I we'll said be before. Talking,
2: what? We'll be talking about flat screen games that I'm very excited about soon, <laughs> but horror games and from software games are not like my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. It is the better.
3: season for that though. Yeah.
1: yeah it's totally fine. Uh, all right. One final story. Bayonetta has some voiceover drama going on. Have you guys been following this mess.
3: Yes. Yeah. As best the, you can. Like, right. it is a little impenetrable because you've got one side saying an awful lot and you've got another side saying, like, we can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so very
2: little. It's hard to pick a side in the issue, but let me tell you, I responded to one of Jason Schreer's tweets pretty early. And that was a mistake because I got to hear a whole lot of other people's opinions <laughs> on, on, on this stuff. I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I, the only point. All right, hang on. Maybe we should just start at the beginning. So I didn't know who this person was. This is Helena Taylor. She's the original she voice out, of,
1: of the. She's the ladies. voice
2: actor of Bayonetta. Hair lady, she yeah. doesn't do a lot of voice acting overall. So she's this is like her one iconic role. So she tweeted out this whole thing where she was insulted because essentially she was offered four thousand dollars to play Bayonetta again in three, having done it in one, two, and I believe there's an anime. Uh, she had asked for more money. Uh, and she was refused she even so the game director refuses to speak in english so she had someone translate a letter into japanese send it to him and he was as she says she was very nice to him very complimentary but reaffirmed their offer of four thousand dollars so she said and it's a week before the game launches everyone boycott the game donate the money send it to charity
1: wait she already did the voice work Because it was almost ready to launch. No, she was
2: offered it and she turned it down and she suffered apparently a lot of it. She's her story suffered a lot of stress and anxiety. She could barely afford a car and they were not negotiating with her whatsoever. So this set the internet on fire
1: um why did it though because i'm a little i'm still a little confused i'm all for fair pay and and worker rights so, and all that but isn't so it just a business jason dispute Trier and another i think video game
2: they, they looked a uh, video game rant or something like that they looked into it from sources on the inside and jason treyer's has a reputation for being on the side of the worker so this is taken with a huge amount of um uh like you know maybe temperament or not temperate but it's 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 sort of cool off on this thing whereas like she says she was offered four thousand dollars but the real story might have been that she was offered four thousand dollars for five days of work at 4k a day or something like that so the total amount would have been 15k oh. and that there might have been other issues going on in the background and we don't know her we don't know the company and she's mic dropped so she's out she just posted i'm not answering you know that's it i said what i have to say i'm out So there's a lot of questions and speculation. There's some inside sources saying some other stuff. And to boot, this this game director I've learned for this series is on Twitter, but his rules are that you can only speak to him in Japanese. Otherwise, he blocks you. No English. (laughs) And when he is tweeted in English, he refers to people insultingly as insects. Okay. Like, stop talking to me in English. Insect. And I'm like... (laughs) This guy sounds like a real asshole. I'm like, I can't like, so you got it. You got a guy who's like refers to people as insects. Who's Obviously, you know, and then you've got, I, I lean towards sympathetic. Now, even if she was going to be making $15,000 at $4,000 a day, she is the iconic voice of their franchise. Like, To not have sat down at the negotiating table at all. And her point is she's worked hard. They've used her. They they make millions and millions of dollars and they're going to give her 15K. She asked for a little bit more. Well, maybe a lot more. I think it was like a hundred,
3: yeah, something in six figures. I think the number was six but figures, that's not but a not lot. Specific.
2: That's yeah. not a lot. And the point that I made to the Jason Schrier thing, which I got a lot of stupid responses, were is that you know Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt voice acting in Super Mario did not do it for fifteen thousand, and he spent zero days as Mario. She's already worked on three projects: an anime and two video games. Yeah, and they're still uh, no offering her the baseline.
1: So did you suddenly get attacked by stands of the Mario movie with Chris Pratt as voicing it? Did that happen? Well, I
2: got a bunch of people were like, there's a big difference between movies and video games. You're an idiot. You know, like, and I'm like, no, there isn't. They're, they're both dramatic performances. They're both animated. Yeah, they're, they're working in the capacity as voice actors. Even if Chris Pratt's a real movie actor, I get it.
1: Yeah. And but I guess get what, guess, which I mo- that, guess which industry that, makes more money
2: right now. Well, video I video games. Well, video games and yeah. i get that the hollywood industry is more robust and protective of its superstars in the video game industry as f all to protect its people but of course it seems like everyone's taking the side of this voice actress is out of line and it's cuz like, i've decks. landed on like i'm not sure who's right i'm not rushing to her corner cuz i don't know anything about her maybe she's shitty she threw jennifer hale under the bus um because she's the one replacing her but I'm like, well, if I was the iconic voice of someone and they offered me a pittance, I'd be kind of pissed at the person taking my place. Well, here's like, why I that should make that you
1: madder, though, because there's no way Jennifer Hale got that rate. She got paid more. No, she definitely got paid more. But, you know,
2: Jennifer Hale probably, you know, she obviously she's taking someone's slot, but like, you know, she's just working. Um, I don't know what happened behind the scenes to make that a thing, but I think I would be mad. You know, it's I would be mad. It, it's it's very akin to what we're doing. We don't do voice acting, but their bread is buttered on the, on the audio side of things. We, there's less money in audio than, in, you know, actually performing on video.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, if you were to be shorted something that you helped create, you just like halfway through, there'll be dungeons. You're like, okay, we're not paying you. Uh, just get out of here. And then someone else, I'd be like kind of pissy at the person given the circumstances. So that seemed to have taken over the conversation and, I don't think she was really rude to the person. She just, you know, it felt like it feels like someone's sleeping in your bed or in your shoes. So Maybe. I guess my whole, uh, my I big think- takeaway
1: is I still don't understand why a business negotiation dispute, which happens every day at every company, always at four bucks all the way to a uh, this the job I'm going to take or not. Like that's just business. I don't, as far as I can tell, other than that guy's probably a kind of a dick with the insect thing. And I only talk to Japanese people or whatever, it doesn't yeah. make him nice, but nobody's doing anything untoward or, uh, egregious here in terms of like, you know, any of that. It's just but, a contract dispute. So why is, yeah. I just don't know why the whole, why this is a thing we're all in now. We all There's have a, a lot of speculation.
2: She Mike dropped that company's not going to give us any more information. All we're left with is their, their speculations. Like no. that's sort of the, the shitty part is that she came out and like lit the, lit everything on fire. And people are like, well, we have clarified we, we need to clarify some things, and she's not responding any
3: further. <laughs> it's, it's like, okay. I think there's a, there's this case to be made, and it's it's a case that comes up often in the world of parenting, where it's like you can be technically right but handle a situation wrong. And I think there's a lot of people in this not handling situations well, even if they're technically right. You know, it's the it's the same principle of. Well, he took something from me. Okay, that's fine. But did you punch him in the head in response to that? Because <laughs> that was maybe not the best way to handle it. Um, right. And I, I think coming out and asking fans to boycott a game is not a extremely classy way to handle this. I think shining a light on it and shining a light on like voice actors and especially if you're not a big name or you're not in a union and like what they have to go through and what their issues are is um, probably a better way to handle it. I know the guy who does the voice of uh, Guybrush Threepwood, he, he basically said like, look, this drama has brought up a lot of interesting things. I don't know the people. I don't want to get into the personal stuff, but it did make me want to and he wrote up a really long thread about like what it's like to be a voice actor that's maybe iconic for a role but doesn't do a whole lot of work and it was actually really interesting and really compelling and while that doesn't get the click uh traffic that you know going hey don't buy this game uh does I think that that's probably a better way to handle it. It sounds like the company in general, um, or at least the director, is not is, seems like a bit of an ass. I don't think she cares because scrolling and,
2: through her Twitter account, like she seems to work on live performance. She's not like an extensive VO person. She she does a lot of live performances. So it's
3: Yeah, like, she does a lot of theater and stuff I, like that. I,
2: I think she's well within her rights to do that. And I think she to do what though, her rights to, to, to bring it.
3: Uh, I don't think anybody's going to say not it to within the... her rights. I it doesn't make it a less assholey move. I think, I don't, coming... I don't
2: think it's an assholey move. Honestly, like I feel like if I, cause if I'm have some share, if I feel that I have some share of authorship in a project, but you have all the leverage and you don't compensate me and I've got nothing to lose by screaming out into the void and telling people these guys are, you know, burn it all down. Like, it's not great, but, I think it's a bit of an asshole move. That's what I'm but, saying. But there's there's this sort of thing <laughs> where if you keep your frustrations in
3: and don't do anything about it, then it just eats
2: at you. Like,
3: it's I'm not good saying to be do confrontational. nothing, but there's a difference. And I think the part that I'm focused in is less that she said boycotting, even though that's what I'm bringing up. Um, it was that when Jennifer Hale got announced she went on this really like honestly kind of weird kick about like, if you go to conventions, you better not advertise yourself as the voice of Bayonetta. Like you don't have any right to say that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's she like, have that's the a weird, it. that's a weird stance to take. And it just feels like you can feel frustration. And I, I, I feel sympathy for that because certainly there's something that she obviously cared about, even though she's kind of playing it off that she doesn't. Obviously there's a connection and a passion there behind it and you see it going somewhere else and you see it going in a different direction and that causes frustration. I just think it's a case of nobody's coming out of this looking super good.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we, we express our frustration at, Oh, Fortnite ripping off uh, my idea from there'll be dungeons. Seth Myers ripping off our skit from core, the abyssal chicken showing up, uh, based on the chicken Lord of our campaign. Like, I'm not making a big thing, but, like, I have a growing frustration with seeing stuff I've been involved with in places where I don't earn any revenue or at least get any credit or a heads up. And so I'm like, she might not be the best person, but I'm just like, I'm, like, rooting for her to, like, this is, I feel, you know, I'm just like, she might not be the best person. I'm not defending her. I don't know enough about her or the VA industry, but I'm just like, yeah, it sounds like she's getting shortchanged for an iconic role. That whole, that sexy, sultry voice is a part of the authorship and it it's unfortunate for her that she built up something and didn't get the leverage sooner. You know, I think probably you probably could have seen that coming that I don't own anything. So when it comes time to actually negotiate, I'm going to be the loser. But it does suck, and you know what? I'm like, I'm cheering for her. I don't even care. Well, if I hope she. I hope things issues. work out like, for
1: her. I guess the only thing I would add to this conversation, just from a different perspective than than I think, maybe even the both of you, but this to me is a little bit of a head scratcher because if you worked at a company and they said, uh, "Hey, do this," okay, I'll do this. Well, how much are you going to pay me? Well, I'm going to pay you uh, two hundred. Well, Wayne, that's not that's not my rate. I want to do four hundred sorry, can't do it. Get out of here. We're not doing, we're not doing that. If I then leave and go that bastard and I'm going to walk into his waiting room where there's 18 clients and go, Hey, you guys don't come here anymore. It's the worst place ever. They treat me like shit. It's the worst. I hate it. And that may be true. They may be treated her like shit, but the point is, or me like shit. The point is like, I don't, I don't see how this is any different than that. And there's nothing illegal immoral, or weird about it uh, other than business as the baseline of morality here, that's all happening yeah. every day. So I guess I just don't get, I, I know it's in our wheelhouse. Artists, or it's in the,
2: artists and temperament, temperaments are like nothing new, right? Like, I, like I You can look at it and say, like, this is bad business. Um, but, you know, the number of creatives I know <laughs> that, you know, don't, they feel something, they're going to express it. Like, it's just, you know. No, we should intense, express it. Though, I have no you know.
1: problem with that. I'm just trying to understand, like, the way Schreier words things here. It sounds like he's describing, uh, you know, Activision Blizzard sexual harassment suit, but different situation, whole different.
3: Well, it, it, that I think in this is getting on a different thing. I actually I read the Jason Schreier article, and I actually thought it was one of the like. Typically, he's he kind of comes across as like, oh man, earth shaking. Wow, look at him. I actually didn't like this one, and I think a part Whoa. of it, and a part of the reason why, you know, Bo and I can kind of feel similar but different at the same time about about it is because this isn't a factual this this isn't reporting something that a company did this is about reporting people's feelings and behavior to an emotional response to things and we're going to have different levels of how we react to that how we deal with that Um, you know we talked about uh, Bo brought it up he said you know how he feels when Fortnite's having an event where some somebody's trying to chrome the world. And he goes, well, geez, that feels taken right out of my D&D campaign. And he gets upset about it. I look at it Rightly and go, so. you know what? I can't tell you the amount of ideas I've had that it feels like people reached right into my head and pulled out of my head because it was something that I did. And that was before I was doing podcasting or anything. So I know it wasn't stolen from me, but it feels like it was because somebody took an idea that just I felt unique to me. So I tend to shrug it off the dear Martha thing with Seth Myers. Like I'm, I can't be the only person that heard those letters and thought, ah, that's funny. Like, we don't have a claim because we weren't working with either of them.
2: We don't have a claim. I—I was just expressing that. I understand the feeling because even at that level, I get frustrated. So if I actually worked with someone who was ripping off my shit and then shortchanging me, like, yeah, but burn it down
3: like nuclear rockets, like for sure. But even still, I think our temperaments are different and we're dealing with an emotional thing. And I think temperament is a is a perspective issue. And I think that's why Jason Schreier's article itself feels a little a little off. Because how do you take a stance on something that is based on emotional response and temperament? There isn't a right and wrong.
1: Yeah, also there's well, no police to call here. It's just a thing. It's a business. Well, transaction. We don't know I enough. Win. That's why I said we don't know enough.
2: But I think a lot of like, you know, I don't know, like I, I remember taking a workshop for voice acting. The guy was like, you know, you got to get used to the idea that if you want to do this for a profession, you don't get paid a salary. In fact, you spend most of your time working for free auditioning. So when you get a gig, you're hoping it'll be lucrative or how it'll carry you over. So 15,000 might sound like a lot for a couple hours work. That might be the only thing she does for months. You earn less than minimum wage some years. Like so, you get some lean years if you don't got projects. So, I think if you've earned your way through an anime series in two games and you're like, yo, cause she says like, I can't afford a car. I'm depressed because I have this, I'm internationally recognized for something that I get like 15 grand for, you know, she makes a point. Like I went to seven years of school to train, like Chris Pratt's going to do the super Mario movie and make a ton of money. She, I don't think she's asking for Chris Pratt money, but she's asking for something that reflects her worth. And she's pissed about it. Like, so I'm like, I'm on her side. I think if people become iconic in the video game space, and like Scott said, they make more money than than movies. Then, I'm like, yeah, I, I probably, I if I were willing to bet, I would, knowing all the facts, I would side with her. Unless she did something really grody, or there's a reason for that divide. You know, I think I think Platinum Games did her dirty.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. I just don't know why I just don't know why the world's an audience to it. I have done this before though. Myself, I used my at the time 50th 45,000 whatever it was Twitter followers to go after a host that screwed me over for some web stuff and they didn't know I had, you know, they were being complete asses to me about all of it and were going to end up not giving me any of the money they promised or any of the stuff. It's a long story, but um I went to Twitter and complained about them and like called him out and it worked. Those guys flooded me with apologies. I got phone calls the next day saying, "What can we do to fix this?" Well, oh, hey, we'll give you the money and extend the thing. Like, there's power yeah. in that. There's power in yeah. it, especially yeah. if you're doing something where you know somebody has actually been wronged. So, is it a That's dick move? A little bit? Uh, could she have done it under less emotional distress? Maybe. Is she in a position where it's hard to do that, and she's really desperate at the moment? And it does matter. She does have the value beyond that. Absolutely. But the other problem is it's just a pay dispute. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Those are a million of those. I well,
2: it, but she's like a – it's a different thing. She has a fan base. People that are crazy about anime, I'm sure she goes to conventions, has,
1: gets signatures, handshakes. That's why she's saying she's – But she, that's you, nebulous. Know. Like, what value is that, like, in numbers? Like is I that,
2: mean, we don't see what the, how many people write her, what fan mail she gets. I remember I know the voice actor for Tuxedo Mask, Sailor Moon, said he would get, like, panties in the mail and, like, underwear and stuff like that from men. You know, he was just saying, I get all kinds of weird shit shit and i'm like people would write the voice actor for tuxedo mask and sailor moon and he's like yeah you wouldn't believe like so she's probably feeling like she's disappointed like she has ownership she's not her voice is not going to be in the game you're you know you want to explain on some level and you're pissed you know i no I, I,
1: oh, I agree 100 i'm just saying i don't yeah. know you can say well she's got an internationally recognized voice in this video game series okay well what is that is that 50 grand is that hundred grand is that 300 grand Well, that's
2: up to them to negotiate I think
1: you know I said this that's what I'm saying but but I said this
2: once to someone employing me I was working for a recruiter and they had I called so on a long weekend where you have a statutory holiday you have to work the Friday and like the Tuesday or the Thursday and the Monday to get paid your statutory pay if you called in sick one of those days you don't get your statutory pay So I turns out I called in sick one of those days and I called them to complain. And I said, why didn't I get my statutory pay on my paycheck? And they're like, well, these are the rules. So that's what we did. And I said, I don't care what the rules are. I'm a good employee. What are you going to do for me? I don't care. Just because the minimum baseline is, is like, Oh, we, we passed the bar. I don't care about the minimum baseline. I'm a good employee. What are you going to do to respect me? I should get my statutory pay. I'm reflecting your business really well. And they issued me a check and I walked in and I cashed a check. It was like minimum wage, like $50 or something. But I was like, you know, just because something is the rule and they try to pass that off on you, like video games expensive and this is the industry standard. I'm like, bitch, I'm Bayonetta. Pay me. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm like, yeah, hell yes, girl. Like do that.
3: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Go for it. Push it all huh, you can. So, but, she had every right to want to renegotiate. Yeah, yeah that's um, not now, an issue. That's I just do don't why think we all
1: that, know about it. That's the part I don't get. I mean, I get that she
3: posted it and that's why we're all talking yeah, about it. Yeah, that's that. why we all know about it is cuz, yeah. you know, the, it turned well, out to be left. it turned out to be a no. In fact, the the word is, and again, there's a lot of sides not talking and she said her piece and now is no lo- also no longer talking. So, it's hard to get any clarifications on a story where nobody is saying anything so the but the rumor is that she went she asked for something my understanding is that she asked for residuals from the game which is extraordinarily rare in the realm of voice acting
4: yeah it's very rare
3: um but that their counter offer was exactly what they offered her to begin with so i don't think it's hard to see that and say, I went to the negotiating table, and whether what you were asking for was realistic or not, if they offered literally the exact same thing, I can see being pissed.
1: But is that how it went? Did they just issue her a thing that says, this is money, you take it, or whatever? Or did they... Contact her and say we're so sorry. It's the only. It's all we can do. They've capped me. I don't even have the final decision. My boss. We, does. Don't, know. we,
3: we don't, don't know. We don't. don't even a hundred percent know that the like. There's speculation about the figures. Some people are saying she was offered a total of four thousand. Some people were told she was being offered four thousand a session. But the, I, I, I the rumor is she went back. Wanting a six-figure salary plus residuals.
1: So what? And then they so that went
3: seems, back that and said, seems reasonable.
2: "Oh, I mean, if it's on the low end, if it's 100k in residuals, that seems reasonable for the mascot of the entire franchise."
1: No, I basically. agree. And guess who? Guess what? They probably pay Jennifer Hale that or more. Um, my my whole point is though, it's only we're only talking about because it it's video games, right? <laughs>
2: Well, we're right. talking about it because she brought it up and it's because it's video games, but like, but I don't, think, you
1: see what I'm saying? Like if, if John says, ah, oh, damn it. I went in asked for my raise. They wouldn't give it to me. I'm taking this to Twitter and he goes nuts on it. I mean, outside of our friendships, obviously we'd want to support John, but yeah, I don't know if the, is that news. I don't know what that is. That's just, well, me, I would well, feel I mean, bad for John. I, I, and
2: it's, it's a, it's an interesting discussion because voice act people, we love voice actors. We talk about them and know them but they're invisible because you don't see their fate. Chris Pratt, unfortunately is not invisible. Like the Hollywood machine. A little too visible. Operates differently. <laughs> and, but the, and the thing is like, I'm not like we're sitting here talking about like arguing about which rich pe- people should get things. But I'm like, if a company is going to, when I hear that a company is going to pull in a, you know, several hundreds of millions on an IP and they're one of their chief creative principal performers that makes the magic of Bayonetta happen is getting $15,000. Right, imagine Chris Pratt on Super Mario being like, We're gonna make billion on this, you get 15K. Chris Pratt's gonna go, I think I'm gonna make Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You think Chris Pratt got less money for Guardians 3 or more money? He doesn't, right? He doesn't but even like, need Mario money at this but point. But did he get more money on for three than for one? Obviously, oh, yeah, of and he course. got they stopped the movie. They're like, No James Gunn, no Guardians 3. What yeah. up, Disney? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it doesn't matter what reasons the the, the game director who calls people insect is probably in the wrong. And she may not be a perfect actor, uh, perfect, like participant in this. She may have done some things wrong, but she's Bayonetta pair. Like that's, that's all like, you know, if there's other stuff that's behind the scenes, I don't know. And I think that's true for a lot of voice actors who are iconic. Maybe, maybe did Liam get 4,000 for Illidan or does he get extra money? Cause he is the iconic voice of Illidan, right? Like who else, who else? Like,
1: that's why I think is, there's something else know, going on. Cause if they would turn around and pay Jennifer Hale, Jennifer Hale's rate, then it ended right. up, it wouldn't have been the money in the first place. Something else is up because we don't know. It could as easily been the company has got a serious dispute with her that she's not talking about.
2: But then there's a press release. We've had creative differences with the parties involved and we, have decided to part ways but has the company done they don't this? know
1: what's that no. though i mean we, we we won't we won't have any they answers do
2: all the fans that bayonetta, like, so you haven't really played bayonetta no i like voice, bayonetta the the to the role. Like, no 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 i like, get it I like get think it. liam and illidan bayonetta and this voice is this person no voice, i agree for opinion.
1: fans of that series like i if i were them i would probably seriously be considering skipping on the game or at least waiting till things you know fizzle out or whatever um, They're
2: like, I saw, I saw, there's a lot of comments in the thread that are like, oh, thank you. I canceled my pre-order. Okay. Well, yes. You know, like they, she's had a lot of support as well. People have of course turned it into an, uh, you know, us versus them and everyone's an expert. I'm just saying, it sounds like she didn't get paid and I don't, you know, I think I hear about the guy, the leader of that company calling people insects and I'm like, I don't know, I think we should listen to women. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like, am I going to take the side of the insect, uh, owl, insect, uh, you know, uh, no, he's a turd dude. Or am I going to listen to no, the, yeah, the girl and be he like, he's the worst. I'm like, I, I think probably she was treated badly. And you know what? Even if she is hard to work with it's show business, how many movies have we watched with all kinds of people in creative space that are not that easy to work with? Like, yeah, but that's we no excuse. Have, that's but, talent management. No, you're It'd right. But we usually, really again, bad. we're
1: assuming so much because in your scenario, yes, we know all of that because we know, in this case, we don't know anything because neither side it. Well, talking. We don't talking know,
2: it. but I'm just saying to address the speculation, I'm like the tolerance level should. If it was that bad, there should have been a press release. Like the company should be like, we know it's a disappointment for fans, but unfortunately, we we had. It's coming clean. It's being honest. Like you would do that. You know, I'm just watching Ted Lasso. I don't right? think, and, and, the, and the soccer lady, the soccer owner is just confessing to all the shitty things she did to Ted. Yeah. I'm like, I think to so, your
3: point, though, the guy know, who calls people insects isn't gonna care enough to do a press release no i know but
2: i'm just saying that's why i'm like you know if i had to just bet we're gambling it's poker you gotta bet one way you don't all right, have all the bet.
1: information let's bet
2: i'm placing a bet on on the woman who's like you know having a hard time struggling versus the guy who's like shut up insect, stop tweeting at me in english you know what i mean yeah. like
1: i mean yeah it, <laughs> like since there's no you know. action actionable accusations they're really making because again it's just no. a pay dispute uh but if i was to put my money down yeah i'd probably go that way too yeah, no. I don't. I don't want. I usually don't trust in the companies. And besides, here's when you know if this thing's really having an impact is if Nintendo proper gets involved because Nintendo's sole publisher of that product, they own it basically. So if they're going to keep making Bayonetta games and they want any kind of goodwill around this, they may have to get involved and get out in front of it in a PR way. If they don't, I think it affects sales. But also, Nintendo not known for being really good at this, so. No. They don't You know, like to get involved
2: in and anything. And like, she might have controversial views. I mean, nobody knew it. It's not like we've seen an article, so it's, you know...
1: Did she? I don't know about that. Oh, the, the people that
2: develop that. your games have controversial views. They like, you know, I don't want to bring up any names again because so I'm going to get emails, but like, there are definitely people there that probably, uh, if you actually talk to the developers of any of your favorite games, they're worked on by a myriad of people. They have controversial views, unless she was becoming a nuisance very publicly. But I think... This was way worse than whatever was going on otherwise. So, right. um, you know, I'm not – I what I said, I'm not defending her. I'm just saying on the side of the negotiation, she's probably – she was probably given a raw
1: deal. Uh, in other news, Bloober Team, who's making the new <laughs> sorry, the new uh-huh.
2: – Yeah, we can move
3: so on. on hell. Hell. Sorry. Bloober Team.
1: He, uh, they are owned – 22% of them uh, – or, or 22% of that company is owned by Tencent. So now go back and be mad at that and, and we'll just not –
2: 10 sets rooting gaming.
1: That's right. Uh, Anyways, all right. We're going to take yeah, a break. Just, yeah. oh, go ahead. What are you going to say? Go Sorry. On. No,
2: no. I, just to put a cap on it. I, I
1: think I agree with
2: a lot of what was said here.
1: It's I just, hope she gets know, the right it, rate. She should get the rate she deserves. I would
2: bet on 100%. her over the company until more information is forthcoming. And maybe she is. You know, maybe it really is like uh, very hard to work with. So who knows?
1: Maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. Maybe they're great. Maybe they're not. Maybe everyone totally sucks in this scenario. The thing that'll frustrate me is that there's no actionable anything about it other than what do we learn from it? Do we learn that we really do? Our, our shopping does, or what do they say that? The money speaks or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I probably like it affected me. I think, I'm just like, I think that's I what, think what I, I was trying it, to
3: you know? get to with it is mm-hmm. that like nobody's coming out of this good like right. that like that's the biggest issue because first of all you know we're talking about one guy we refer to him as insect guy you know i think like he certainly earned a, a label based on his behavior <laughs> yeah. you know people He's are getting people are getting mad at jennifer hale who by all accounts is one of the nicest most supportive of upcoming voice actor people in the entire industry yeah, she based doesn't on deserve things it. i've seen yeah. and She's getting people angry and yelling and insulting her, and then you've got this lady who it sounds like probably deserved considerably more than what she got. Maybe not what she asked for, who knows, but it doesn't sound like anybody wanted to negotiate. And now, not only is she getting that same level of anger from different people, but... Again, it kind of goes back to like the unfortunate thing is like now this stigma because it did become a big news story is hanging over the whole thing. Mm. Sounds like she's done with video game voice acting anyway, so maybe she doesn't care. Yes, yeah, so I mean she also back to it, that so. bridge
2: is probably something she can burn. Like yeah. just scrolling through her Twitter profile, I saw her working on a stage project and stuff. Like I don't think you know.
3: Yeah, and she has certainly in her comments been critical enough to where it sounds like she she's not coming back anytime soon. So. It's just messy, and, and to your point, Scott, we don't know. There's a lot of speculation, and uh, I don't think it helps. I don't think this helps anybody, Yeah, unfortunately. Well, That's that's, that's, the, that's the crappy that's part. That's
1: probably the truth. We'll see how it all pans out. Before we that's take true. a break, uh, we are yourself. going to do that. We're going to take a break, but when we get back here, dear Martha's here. we got some stuff. Yes. All right. Oh, put dear your Martha's images in. Dear Martha's back? Did you put your
2: images can, in, John?
3: I can
1: Oh, yeah. I need your images still, I think, for that,
3: oh right, I can do that that's
1: easy. You can do it in the break, uh, anyway, we're gonna got we got that coming up. We got the games we played and some emails and this new text uh thing I'm working on I'm working on getting texts from people for shows. And it worked. Uh, so we'll we'll read a few of those as well. Super oh, sharp, and I'm easy. I'm
2: curious. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it is
1: fun. So brand new feature here on the show that will debut tonight. Uh, but that means uh, we'll be back in a minute. Everybody go, you know, pee or whatever. Uh, we'll take five and we'll be back here shortly. All right, we're back, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there. We are going to now uh, do Dear Martha. And uh, Dear Martha has taken a bit of a turn in recent weeks and months. And done, I think, something pretty magical. It also means we've strapped John with a kind of a, a little part-time job on, on Thursdays. Uh, John, any setup or anything special here for this? No,
3: nope. we got four pictures. You'll know when to switch to them. And other than that, it's pretty standard fare. Off we go Whoa. here. <laughs> My dearest Martha, today I write to you with a review for GamePro issue 142, which came out July of the year 2000. Look at this issue, Martha. Just look at it. The cover features Wolverine and Sabretooth locked deep in the throes of passion. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man and Batman are there, too. It's like art on county fair rides. Nobody is going to take legal action, so just draw whatever you want. Kirby, why the hell not? We are halfway through the first year of the new millennium but things are still very 90s around here. All the usual suspects are at play, letters as equally concerned with violence in video games as they are nudity in Tomb Raider or Duke Nukem, talk of online as if it is still a mythical creature in need of taming. We are even in a magical place where time and comic book uh, movies are just starting to be good, which meant a ton of video game content based on comic books, You know, when they were cartoony and colorful, and they didn't have to look ready for the big screen. I have to take some time with this week's best advertisement, though. It's... something. (laughs) I, I guess let's just do it this way. What game do you think this is an ad for? The first page is feet and a fish fin sticking out from the bottom of the bed. With the words, I will not mate outside my species, written six times. Any guesses?
4: <laughs> no
3: idea, dude. I don't know what the game is. I'm embarrassed that I don't know this. Well, page two reveals the answer, and the game in question is... Seaman. Oh, my lord. Just Seaman. Great. Great. I did at first think that this implied someone really just wanted to plow seaman, but upon reading the ad, it's actually a cautionary tale of not creating a seaman by, you know, screwing a fish. I'm not sure which interpretation is actually worse. The rest of the magazine is just a reminder of this weird time in gaming where everything felt like it fit in neat buckets. Before DLC, level up mechanics and everything, and free-to-play nonsense. There was just sports games, RPGs, vaguely sexist action games, mascot games, fighting games, army men games. We still have that. You just have to level something up and play every day of the week now. Also, is Benedict Cumberbatch a time traveler? Look at this walkthrough for Vagrant story, and you decide. <laughs> Sorry, podcast listeners, sometimes I send Martha clippings in these letters, and I know you can't see them, but it's really more for her. It is on page 117 if you want to go look it up yourself. Also, sorry for breaking the fourth wall again. Please go about your business. (laughs) Anyway, that's where I'll leave you today, Martha. This magazine was top-notch, and the previews alone hinted at amazing things to come. Also, why did GamePro always look a little shitty? (laughs) But somehow seemed cooler because of it. It was the paper, right? Yours in time, S. Beckett, Y2K. Oh,
1: my Lord. Fantastic. Once again, this is an issue I have in a box back there. I have this one. I guess I kept all the early aughts stuff. Late 90s, yeah, like, early aughts magazines. I have them all still.
2: That cover is so homoerotic, though. Oh, wasn't it, though?
3: <laughs> this magazine had so much, and I couldn't not comment that just Benedict Cumberbatch is on one of these pages long before he was popular. That's just him. Hold <laughs> it's on. Just his head.
1: I just realized something, too. You didn't mention, or maybe you did. I heard the Kirby mention, but did you mention Batman's back there?
3: Yeah, yeah, I mentioned Spider-Man
1: oh, I missed and Batman. That part. We're also on there. That's so nuts! What a weird thing. Vagrant story. Remember that? Anyway, yeah. Uh, awesome stuff as always. It's time for this, everybody. It's the games we played since we last spoke. All right, we're going to talk about the stuff we all played together or partially together first, and that would be Dark Tide. To start we missed with, you, Scott. I know yeah. I didn't get to play when you guys played. So Kyle and you three or YouTube got to play and really it would have been great to have a fourth so we could truly test that beta out. But.
2: Yeah, we had a random each time and we we're like, man, it could have been Scott
3: in this could have been you.
2: It's such a busy well, day. Well,
3: I mean, the nice thing is it did give us the we get to all make fun of the rookie vibe, you know, mm. as we all we're all on comms. So we get to sit there and be like, man, this guy, yeah, this guy really yeah. not doing it for us. Yeah, uh, rookie in here.
1: Diff, uh, Salt Spire, or however they say it now. Anyway, uh, Dark Tide, it's the new game coming on November 30th, 2022, on PC, it's shortly really after good. on consoles. PC's getting this first. That's cool. Yeah, it's oh. really good. It's really good. Okay, so yeah. I got in for a bit, did the tutorial, and then started a match, and then the server crashed. Uh, <laughs> which you know, it's a beta, whatever, it's yeah. fine. I don't, yeah. it's not a problem, but uh, so I really need you guys to tell me because what I, okay, I will say this from the tutorial angle how the characters felt the tone of the thing that was all ringing for me. That was all good 40 K stuff. So uh, how's the game?
3: That's good. I, I, I would say, you know, I, I've got almost nothing but nice things to say. And the negative things I have to say, I believe are going to be addressed by launch mm-hmm. because uh, Bo did look this up when we were all playing together and he confirmed, you know, this beta was not a beta of the entire game. Yeah. It was a, it was a just slice of the game for people to get in and stress test servers and things like that. Because my big criticisms going in, I was like, well, it doesn't seem like there's many enemy types. And doesn't seem like there's a lot of weapons. And doesn't seem like there's a lot to do. And the loot after matches are kind of underwhelming. All that stuff is stuff that's going to be expanded out in the main game. Um, I assume, based on what they said and would hope. That's really the only negatives I have to say. Besides a few bugs, um, I got hit by an enemy so hard it crashed the game. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that
2: <laughs> you were able to reconnect, though, which is nice.
3: I was, and it was it was not insanely fast. It was faster than some games, but it was effective, and it got me right back in the action and right back playing, and that was good. Um, so uh, other than that, though, I, I had a great time. Bo sounds like you just as much so. Yeah,
1: it seemed like
2: you loved it. Right. I mean we you know we haven't played together in a while and it was really nice to be playing video games with you guys that was really special and then yeah the I played the Ogrin, the big guy yeah and it was so hard I, I played one match was the little person and it was like <laughs> I got killed so easily I'm yeah. like oh no I need to be oh I need to be the big guy and rush in like when you're the big guy everything you have to look down at everything mm-hmm. uh and you just sort of smash everything with your fists it's I think um, what's John's point is well made because there's there's stuff in the game we didn't see like it was all the same weapon, but like the FAQ is saying it's limited weapons in here. It's just to test the game out. So,
1: right
2: and there's different, they, they've taken a page out of Deep Rock Galactic. So instead of doing a campaign mission, you know, like sequentially, it's like Deep Rock Galactic where it's like, here's the missions available. Pick one that suits your difficulty level. Oh, and, interesting. And mission type. So so it's like way more replayable, right? The other one's kind of like, okay, we went through all the missions. Did we just do the missions again?
1: Yeah, I got grinding. This
2: one is that. like, uh, we'll do an assassination mission. And I think the way you you navigate through the map, it's like a really big map. And it might be different each time you go in, like A to B, where you go. So I think there's a lot more variety than there is in Vermintide, which is also kind of exciting. Um, and apart from that, it has the same feel of hordes of monsters. And I think the reason why we didn't see some enemy types, John, too, is we did when we played on difficulty or sedition level three of five there were more enemies i noticed yeah. and probably so i think when you play on easy mode you don't get as many
3: of the enemies. well types. and they also did yeah. confirm it was not all enemy types in the game that yeah. was also that
2: too FAQ, that too so, i read that as well you know, that
1: too. let me ask you this question because the when i think of 40k I, I think of chain swords and i think of you know some melee but i mostly think of ranged combat and i know the game like vermin is you know really good at the hack and slash but am i going to enjoy the gunplay because that's what i want the most is the gunplay what do you think?
3: I thought guns were they felt pretty good. I mean, uh, it's hard to judge too much because, again, there was like a gun that you got. Yeah. Um, so it was the one gun I got had kind of a wide arc of fire, which seemed to exist to give purpose to the ability that narrowed it you know like yep. it's one of those things where i didn't necessarily um i i did like the class i played i played the i don't remember the name of it. sharpshooter like, you were, the sharp you were the, shooter. The, yeah
2: the rogue sniper guy You're the salt spire
1: um, of this game then right Isn't
3: and his deal? Uh, i i liked the class but the main class ability seemed very like okay, all the annoyance about the gun not being super accurate goes away, and now the gun's accurate. And I don't really love when your power-up ability makes the game play a little bit more the way you wish the game just played. But that's, like, one thats one gun. And there are so many enemies running at you so often that, honestly, the, like, needle accuracy when you're fi- firing rapid fire isn't a big deal. doesn't like matter it's, anyway. It yeah. still feels cool. Like, you're still just, like shooting and it captures that feel of like you're getting to a point and there's a horde of enemies and you're just laying down fire to try and stop them like i think it still feels really good there's still plenty of melee you know it's not uncommon to have a huge wave and you just go through as many gunshots as you can and then switch to a sword or something and start swinging that was my question actually
1: that was my question because i mean can i primarily be a ranged fighter or is or am i just no matter what everybody's gonna have to melee you like it or not that's how the game works
3: I was getting enough bullets in the game that it never I don't think I had a single time where I didn't have there's a, ammo. There's a lot of now, ammo. Yeah. I'm pretty willing to switch to melee. It's not a it's not a huge deal for me to switch to it. So I wouldn't say I was exclusively using guns, but even being really, you know, heavy gun focused, I never was sitting there going, Oh god, I hope I get ammo. Mm-hmm. So I think you can I think you can do it if like that's your focus, especially if you go with the shooter class like I think they get lots of abilities that give you extra ammo uh, and extra The, the zealot has too. an
2: assault rifle, John, and i it comes with your full clips four hundred bullets, like it's a ton. Oh, that's a lot yeah. and, wow. and then like there's ammo everywhere to refill so like and yeah the, I think if you're playing one of the shooting classes, you'll have plenty of ammo now, the Psyker, which Kyle played. So I would be walking around and cause I'm the, you know, the, the, the big guy's the tank. Like I'm going to be up front um, listening to John tell me to get out of the way. Cause he sees I'm in this way, <laughs> like <laughs> this is big giant in this way. Um, uh, the, every now and then a head would just explode like an electric burst. And it's because Kyle, the psyker has the ability to just, Pop heads, like psychically, it's really, it's a really neat effect. Like it, you compared it to the boys,
1: like, right? The boys, the way they pop heads, it's that? like
2: the head yeah. popper and the boys, like their heads just go,
0: and
1: That's they just great.
2: pop, and it's like really cool to look at. You, you know, it's fun. It's um, awesome. So the psycher looks amazing. Kyle does the,
1: the he does he heal as well? Is there a healing aspect to the game or no? Uh,
2: so the mechanics are you have toughness and healing. So healing requires the standard med kits or med bays but mm. toughness you can like replenish if you're near your party members or if you get kills yeah which is it's don't like you really do have
3: a healer yeah. oh it's like a exactly. shield okay all
1: right yeah i guess uh, i guess uh Vermintide has a similar thing right it yeah was like- there's
2: no like dedicated healer class there might be like so there's a whole talent tree that was locked that you may, it might, there might be a build there. I know that in Vermintide, each of the classes had three subclasses, so it wouldn't shock me to find out there's three different ultimates. Yeah. Uh, so, like, a lot of the stuff wasn't in the game yet, so we didn't see that. But um, I saw the space where it might be.
1: Well, you've both made me more excited for it. I mean, I, I yeah, played game, just barely and then had to leave, and I just I missed a, the window.
2: We're going to have a good time. It's like a first taste. Uh, if it's nice and fully featured on launch, it's going to be really good. I sure anyway. I
1: sure hope the, um, uh, the cross-play works well, because uh, I know a lot of people, uh, myself included, it'd be great if I just play this on Game Pass PC or wherever I'm going to play it, and we're all going to get to play together. That's the That's what they said. So no matter where we're at, like if you guys are on PC, one of us is on console. We should, you know, should be able to play. I think is the deal. Regardless that of on.
2: we're gonna pull a TMNT and you know make it hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: never know. Um, all right, awesome. We also all got to be uh, got to play and hang around uh, Marvel Snap a little bit. Uh, I say a little bit because I've not played as much as I wanted to, but I still played a ton. I think that says good things about the game itself, but. Um, Let's talk about it. I think Marvel Snap's pretty freaking good. My two main reasons are I like Marvel things. I like uh, uh, art and animation that pops. And I like quick games. I really like the six six stage thing. You do it and you're out. And if I don't want to play very long, I don't have to. Unlike Hearthstone, which can sometimes, depending on the game, can be very huge commitment.
2: Yeah, you get matched up against a priest and you're there for 40 minutes.
1: Yeah. How would you guys describe this, though? In terms of the game, is not Hearthstone like at all. There is very little in, no. in, in common there, other than I, you know it's cards. It
2: has a, um, it has kind of almost like a heads up poker element to it. Is the best. I don't know if you are familiar with heads
1: poker up poker. Type. No, I, I don't. Know heads up poker
2: is. is basically no limit hold'em against one other person. Hmm. So not a whole table of people. It's just you and one other person, and you are you know you have hidden information. You are trying to bait people into like there's you trying to bait people into and maybe investing in one area, then having a trump card that wins, and then you're gambling with the queue. Have you gotten as far as where you gamble for your rank points?
1: Uh no, yes. You, I uh, yeah. some of so that. So you
2: when you think you're ahead, you 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 bet. You're basically betting, you know? So it's Yeah. There's there's a there's a lot to the game that makes it really fun. And I think it's clever that they tied it to the ranking system or, you know, the progression through ranks. Like that's it's actually a really clever way of um as a skill being able to mitigate your losses or advance your your things and i think at every season you get pushed down the rank ladder to a certain tier so then you have something to work towards with every new season to climb up um i i the game, like, a lot of interesting design decisions that are working really well in this game. Yeah. I agree. It's, I've been addicted. I'm at collection level 137. Oh, you're way
1: past me then. But I'm, I'm yeah. doing all right. I just got Wolverine. I know John did right by, by, before the show. Yeah. Uh, there's a real, um, you know, it's a, it's a game where you can go buy currencies and do a bunch of stuff. But I, I kind of like how it's monetized. There's a, We'll get to the multiple currencies thing in a second because I know we want to have that discussion. But um, for me... It just becomes very plain it's like oh I've got fifty of these shard things and it says that's how much it's going to cost me to take um widowmaker to her to her frameless mode where it removes the frame and the character actually pops out of the card and then boy howdy if I save up enough I can eventually get her 3d card and that's you know yeah. it's all about I that soap. I kind of like that.
2: So, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into it, but there are definitely freemium traps in this game for oh, sure. There
1: definitely are. But you describe uh, them so people know, because I think that's a Yeah, p- well,
2: and this is, uh, John, I saw your tweet to, response to Scott being like, I feel like I'm in a dystopian cyberpunk marketplace outside of the game I, that I hate. <laughs> it really yeah. made me laugh. I'm like, accurate. Yep. The game itself, great. The game outside of it, oh, man, it they have made it very complicated to intentionally obfuscate and make you buy things and make bad decisions with what they give you. So the key thing here is that cosmetics are tied to you getting the cards you need. You can't buy packs. You just earn cards. How do you earn the cards? By upgrading the cosmetics of your cards. So they've tied cosmetics into progression, sort of, if you want all of the options, right? So it's only a 10 or 11 card deck. So you don't, or something, maybe 12. I don't know, but it's ten. you don't need a ton of cards. But as you climb up the ladder, people get better decks. You're looking for better cards. So here's how it works. In order to get any cards, twelve, you seven. have to raise your collection level. How do you do that? You upgrade a card's cosmetics. How do you do that? First of all, you need boosters, which is XP for the card. So let's say it's Iron Man, you need you need experience points. They yep. call it boosters. Yep. Uh, the variants, the different arts, are considered different cards, and they share an experience pool. So you can use, if you have 5 XP and two different Iron Man cards, yep. you can use it in either or. They both pool. get it, yeah. The other thing you need is credits. Credits are essentially where you're going to hit the ding desert, as I have. Right now, the game's hot and heavy, it's throwing tons of credits your way and gold to buy more credits. Um, essentially, you have to spend for to get to gray to green, twenty five credits and five boosters. That will give you uh, what is it? What is it? A uh, frame break to the frame green. break, frame break, yeah. and and that gives you one uh, notch, one level, collection level. So every collection level, you either unlock something. And it periodically, like every two levels, milestones, you get a card and you yeah. add that card to your collection. Then you got a new card that you can frame break. So you keep repeating this process. It is essential for you to upgrade the visual look of your cards in order to get more of the cards. Um, and this goes on for, I think up. there's different card pools, but there's 400 collection level up to 450 or something. So, There are the cards are not completely random as you get them. There are card pools. You have a starter set then you have the recruit set. And these are small pools you get as the new player experience. Then you have card pools one, two, and three. And it's basically just gradually introducing you to all the cards. But in order to get them, you've got to upgrade the cosmetics. Now, eventually what happens is the credits start to run dry and you have the option to pay real money to get more credits or wait for your daily quests or get stuff through your season pass, but that all dries up too. So eventually you're going to get to a point where like, well, I want more cards, not cosmetics to speed that up. You're able to buy it. So for example, in the store, there's a little section where it offers you to upgrade your cards just straight up. Don't do that. It's a more expensive way to upgrade your cards. You can just do that by leveling up, getting boosters. So that's your first trap. First trap is you are losing credits value by spending more credits to buy basically the XP instead of playing for it. Um, The other thing is that upgrading from gray frame breaking from gray to uh, green gives you 25 costs, 25 credits and you get a collection level, but every other level. So going to 3d and going to animated and whatever the other two are, um, costs progressively more, but basically the credit cost per level is 50 instead of 25. Okay. So your best value for leveling is to get all your grays
1: to greens. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Now the other thing is you earn experience by the number of rounds that you're in a match. So if you're in six rounds, let's say you'll get six XP on a random card. It could be any card that's in your deck, it has to be in your deck. The exception is you have a greater chance of upgrading a gray or a green. So if you actually put all purples and blues like the 3D animated stuff and one gray, let's say you can focus on leveling up that specific card because most likely it will get it not 100%. No.
1: Um,
2: and this is how you ideally get the most bang for your buck on credits because at, where I'm at right now, I am low and I'm getting to the point where I'm going to be starting to like, I don't have credits to upgrade anything. All that to say is you probably should be choosy about which cards you upgrade to blue and purple because it's going to slow down your collection. And then don't upgrade them in the store. Just don't do it.
1: Well, um, Um, So that's what I
2: mean. We're getting to the freemium thing, and I'm like, there's a lot of traps here if you're trying to not spend as much money as possible on how to do these things. And it doesn't explain it to you very well at all.
1: Well i gave I put together some uh, or I did some searching today and found a really great link uh, with some starter decks for people. I know it 's not quite mm-hmm. the same what we 're talking about, but if you 're looking for like hey, i don't even know how to get into this thing really good deck list there. I found that just me building out stuff intuitively is winning a lot of games so i don 't know what that means i've had a couple of people say anytime you ever say oh i 'm sure winning a lot of these games their first thing out of their mouth is well, those are bots you're playing bots. I don't think I'm playing bots. There yeah, people- the
2: first the first like um, 10 or 12 matches are bots. Like they literally, I've streamed some of it. There's literally a match that teaches you how to use the cube and
1: death. Yeah. And they yeah, make yeah, it seem
2: yeah. like it's a match. They don't tell you, hey, this is a bot match. They do the shitty freemium thing. Of being opaque about it instead of I, being transparent about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I wish they were transparent. Although I didn't I could tell because obviously we were pausing in places that weren't right. I'm like, oh these are bot matches. Okay, that makes sense. I'm still learning. There
2: were it. several matches where the they've invested heavily and are winning hard in the lane, and then they play their Hulk. And I'm like, there's no human on earth where I'm at zero and they're at sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Gonna play Hulk there. This is a bot.
3: Yeah. There have <laughs> like, been some very debatable like if I've I've had so many moments ago, and this has to be a bot because, like, clearly this is a person who didn't sit through the tutorial. Like, they they don't know. They're losing at two locations, and then they play a card at the location that they're winning at, and it's like nobody does this. Nobody does this. But then you know you get somebody where you're playing against Doctor Bung, and you're like, okay, they probably didn't make a bot named Doctor Bung.
2: Basically, <laughs> once your rank is, I think. I think once you've at least cleared like 12 or 15 maybe even 12 is enough or 11 then for sure you're not playing against bots anymore probably like the play i've seen higher than that gets better but the new player experience is full of bots up until about rank 12 or 13
1: yeah i've i I felt like it's changed for me when they said they gave me a iron something rank
2: yeah when you you reach iron rank and start using the cube then i think you're good yeah.
3: but I uh, maybe the bots get better. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've been in bronze now for a little bit and I'm still seeing occasionally some very questionable decisions, but at least now it's more questionable in a way of like, well, that didn't seem like a smart move, but at least I can understand why somebody would have thought it could have been. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Instead of just going like, what does this person think? Yeah. And they do? could, they
1: can't all be dumb noobs, right? So they, that, that, especially as you raise in the ranks and if you're hitting bots still that make bad decisions, I just think they should be, speaking of things game companies should do, this sort of stuff should be very transparent. I don't think you should ever, if you're going to have us play bots in, I don't care, mobile uh, Fortnite, which happens when you start playing that game, just tell me. It's fine. I don't mind, and I don't mind knowing how long it'll be. Is it going to be 20 matches? All right, fine. I'll burn through those. Just say it. It's a trust
2: issue. Yeah, it's a trust
1: issue. I don't like it. It's a trust issue. I feel like I'm... It
2: it doesn't feel, I don't feel you're being trustworthy if you're not declaring whether it's a human or a bot.
3: Well, and I'm not here to help you pass your Turing test. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like even from that perspective, like just to me, like, I don't, it's like you guys said, the first time you say, oh yeah, I played Fortnite. I got a victory Royale immediately with your bots. It was bots. You didn't win. You got bots. Like it would, it would be nice to be able to be like, no, it wasn't because they tell you when it's bots. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I, w- I just want to shut people up that immediately start yelling bots <laughs> the second you start saying something. Like, yeah. like that's what I want. Forget the, like, ethics side of it, which is also important, but I just want people to not get the smug little, like, you go, oh, well, yeah, I had a really good night in Fortnite, and somebody just got it. Bots. Yeah. You're playing
1: bots, yeah, they you get bots. to just slap that on everything because you, you've you kind of made them, you, you gave them the key, all right? So it's your that's fault, like, industry.
3: It's like, well, I've been playing the game for you know, five years. I don't think it was No, it's bots. Cause cause you just came back. It's bots.
1: Yeah. Screw okay. those guys. I hate that. <laughs> yeah,
3: I guess it was. It, it <laughs>
2: only ever comes up when the play looks definitely super questionable. I'm like,
1: mm. Yeah. But then it makes like, you like, wonder. And then now you're wondering,
3: I hate that. Yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know. Yeah. You and got clearly sometimes enough people I are will playing say it. this, like yeah. Marvel snap. It's not that they're upfront about it. Cause it's, but there are times where it's like, okay, you're playing against Death, and their avatar is Death. And you're like, okay. They, got, they took the name Death, I, their icon is Death, and then it's clearly a tutorialized match yeah. uh, about where how to retreat if you're going to lose a game. Sure. All these things point to a bot. Like, there's a lot of logic you can draw to that assumption. But, like... It just shouldn't be muddy. The water shouldn't be muddy on this. They should have to tell you. The
1: fact that they aren't telling you tells me that they have to use it in other situations where there's maybe an MMR discrepancy or something weird going on. And they may have to have a higher level player play a bot just to get through a rank or I don't know what.
2: Uh, it says here, Marvel Snap Discord says there are bots all the way through the whole game. Cigarette says. So when Why? Like, player population, when player populations are low, it guarantees you a match. Okay, but they're not low. Like this is mobile because Fortnite had these accusations. Like I think for whatever reason, mobile game developers feel it's okay to throw bots into a match and not tell anyone because they don't respect the player base like they do in PC. And I feel like again, it's a trust issue. I don't even
3: mind putting bots in the game. I just want to know. Well, that's you know, what I'm saying. Like, my issue know. isn't that yeah. they I do it. Know. I just want to know that that's it's
1: bots. all I care about. Actually, the rest of it's fine. Unless unless your game is just if it's nothing but AI matches, and I find that out, which is what they don't want me to find oh. out, that would really annoy me. So I wouldn't play your game.
2: It just it but, feels like like because like when you know something is a bot, like because you you see like oh man I'm good at this game like I had like remember Catalyst Black I was just like I'm owning every match I must be like so good at this and then it's like no. No, someone was lying to you to make you feel better. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want. I don't that. surround myself with yes men in my life to tell me every decision I'm making is good. In fact, I like the people that are honest with me, even if it's not what I want to hear. Agreed. Um, those are the people I try to surround myself with. So, like, when I play a game with bots in it, I feel like, you know, I'm being masturbated or something. Like, I, I'm like, just give me the harsh truth. There's nobody playing. Or people are better than me. When I win, I want to feel like I won. Like I'm pl- interested in playing against other people. S-
1: stop this! Like, it's it's madness. Gross. It's madness. It's
2: gross. Like I hate it. So I like the game a lot, but I just they should label it. That's my opinion.
1: Agreed. My opinion. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's very good. Marvel Snap is great. I I, uh, I think we'll probably talk about it on and off uh, moving but forward. Uh, but,
2: we we have one more thing to talk about because I made John wait. So oh, John, oh, oh, please. Oh. Yeah. I open the floor to you and this one criticism that I feel like should be shouted out to the rafters. Give it to us.
3: Yeah, I, I will be clear because I, typically I don't like mobile games. I like this game. I was late coming back from the break because I thought these matches are fast. I can play a match at Marvel <laughs> Snap before I have to be back. They're <laughs> fast. They're not that fast, though. <laughs> but You know, I'm... I'm in. I'm having a good time with it, and I know I, I'm supposed to hate all mobile games, but I'm at collection rank, I think, 93, oh, yeah, something like that. No, this does uh, a lot right. 90, it's like 95. You're willing to grit and bear the bad stuff for the good. But, uh, but uh, yeah. that said, I stand by my feeling that like this UI... Is just madness. Like, I, uh, this game looks like mobile trash, which is unfortunate because it isn't mobile trash. Um, but it looks like it. You're talking menus and how to launch the thing, and menus and how it looks, and like getting a notification saying that, like, you, hey, you need to click here uh, in the store. There's a notification for you in the store, and you go to the store and you're like, there's no notification here, and you leave, hey, there's a notification in the store. Where? And because I was streaming it, um, someone pointed out they said, Oh, you have free currency that you can collect in the store. And I went, Where?
4: <laughs> I found it and by
3: accident. I scrolled through and I'm like, where is it? And they're like, it says free. And my eyes have gotten so used to mobile store garbage and trying to tune it out that I went through it multiple times going, I don't see this. Where is it? <laughs> Sounds like a fun and, stream. <laughs> and then, and then finally going. Oh, I see it. And like that, finally got rid of the notification. It's just messy. And I I did say it was like going through the um, shopping district in a dystopian cyberpunk future. And that's what it feels like. And honestly, it's a miracle. I gave the game the time it deserved to even find out that it was a good game. It's a testament to how much I like the art and like the gameplay and how good I think it is on that front, because um, I was incredibly off put by the, the menus and the notifications and the store and all of that to a degree. And, I have and, this I have this thing. Oh, I know what you're getting at. Sorry, we'll get to it. hold yeah, on Yeah, I, I feel like I queued you yeah. up, but hold I'm on. still waiting for the... <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just realized what you queued me up for. Um, <laughs> let me get through this and then we'll get to that. Go. But... Um, it's it's one of those things where i it feels like a carnival barker like they try and get you with all the flash and flare and they're distracting you with all these things and you just know in your heart you're being conned somehow mm. and <laughs> you like before you've even engaged yeah. in anything and i get that feeling and when i get that feeling i walk away which would be a shame because i think this game's genuinely very good and i think the I don't think it's one of those games that is as aggressively going after your money as some again, Bo has pointed out that there are some things in there, but I think the experience it gives you for free or for even like a minimum pay in, um, is good and is acceptable. Um, but it feels like it's trying to get more out of me and that nearly scared me away. Um, Um, I think it's a, I
2: think it's a slick package. Yeah.
3: But uh, the thing Bo wants me to talk about, and we mm. got to talk about this because we talked about it on the pre-show, even though we weren't. I made to you wait. So uh, he now made, I want made us it. wait. How's the time? Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that music because, honestly, I feel <laughs> like right now I am in the middle. Scott told me before the show that he loved the music. I Bo told like me it. he hated the music. I'm in this weird place. In game is fine. In game is okay. I hear it. And I go, I don't like this music. What is this music that's playing? But when I turn it off and I play the game on silent, I don't like it. And I'm like, I need that music back. Turn it back on. I need the... i just need to hear it as i'm going through it oh but it's so i hate it but i also need it and i don't know what that
1: all right let me play let me play it so we can hear some of it okay the menu music this is the menu menu music music. right here i'll play that please whoops hold on
2: No, this is terrible. I completely disagree. <laughs> it's good for the first twenty seconds, but after I've heard it for two
1: hours, I wanna I wanna jump off well, of the that But game. that's only menu music. Like, you still have um hold on. Uh here's it your, has two
2: songs it's, and they it's sound terrible, the same. And the quality of the instruments, it sounds like music. Like it's ter- <laughs> like, like Hearthstone has beautiful music. No matter where I am in, in Hearthstone, I'm happy to be listening to that music. That song is garbage. Like, Uh, wrap it up in oil-soaked cloth, light it on fire, put it into a cannon, shoot it into outer space, and fire a bunch of lasers after it to make sure it never... Ever comes back. Genuinely
1: surprised by this. I don't know what the but here.
3: Don't do that because I need it.
1: You even need it. No, I
3: no. Agree just with make a new song. Make said. a new song. Make a better song. Make. <laughs> get
2: some. Uh, open up that wallet of money you have now and hire and get go get uh, Russell Brower or somebody of talent to make you something actually good. Well, here's please. your
1: game. Here's your victory gameplay. Let's see if you like this or not. Okay. You no, know, it's a little GoldenEye vibe I, to it. It does sound
2: like could, GoldenEye. They could do just, better, but in-game is not that bad. In-game is not that bad. It's the menu music that is just gouge my eyes out See,
3: terribly. I'm the other way. The music that where it grates on me the most is in-game in the combat. We, I don't know we, what we, I right. expect there, but we, we, I, don't right. Right. <laughs> I don't like it in combat at all. How do you, how
1: do you feel about the... Sh- it could be better in combat, too. But they have shop the menu music. music. Let's hear what the shop music is. Buy fifteen currencies, buy more currencies and spend more money. Ninety-nine (laughs) dollars is the best value. That's in there of course. This all
3: sounds like the this all sounds like the just don't pay attention background music of um like ninja turtles like they're just (laughs) tromping through the sewer. And this is I mean, just they what's could going better. on in the background. Uh,
2: they could do so much better. I mean, they could even use the Avengers, like the MCU soundtrack, please. Or something like...
1: I'm surprised they didn't. I thought they would.
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, like, just when I open up Snap, it should be. And I'd be like, yeah, son, I'm about to play MCU the game.
1: Like, what? Which movie was
3: that?
2: I
1: want to know what you did earlier. What was the What was the song you just did before that? What was It was the
2: MCU, the Marvel
1: Stardom. Gotcha. You know?
2: Remember that one? You know, like that stuff. <laughs> I just give me that.
1: I know what you're talking
2: about, God but damn! Yeah. Like license your shit out. Like help your co- Marvel take your music and help the game companies out, please. Like, okay, oh, yeah. Crap, you should be you able being...
3: to. You should be able to pick music. Like they put more stuff in the game. Like I should be able to get the old bad Spider-Man theme if I want to listen to that while the while I'm playing.
2: You know what it reminds yeah, me of? Yeah, yeah, this could be way better, guys. Like, set your bars a little higher. <laughs> Let's go. What it reminds
1: like. me of, this music, and maybe this will ward. Oh, yes, it's just like it. This is like the spy sounding music in um, Invisible Ink. It's very similar.
3: This is the song I don't like. I'm yes. There, I, wonder
1: I, mean, if, I wonder if that would ruin I, you I on Invisible don't, Ink.
3: I don't like it
0: at all. Do, 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 do. Here's yeah, we'll what I Marvel want, snap, as
2: annoying as or it Or I'm going to tick my
1: hand and give you a slap. I dig it. I like it. I, I want
3: every single time they flip a card over to play the little, like, here's a new character from a Marvel movie and a cameo. Like the da 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 time, Every time they flip over a character, I want that stinger to play. Well,
1: yeah. who knows? Maybe it'll come with it. But I guess what you're saying is without music, things get real silent on the
3: playboard. Is that what you're saying? Um, I don't see, but that's the thing is I miss the music too. As much as I hate it, I miss the music and yeah. it's gone yeah. if I have it on quiet.
2: Yeah, and like I noticed that the, the in-game music, they do have music cues. Like the music will change when the first card is played. It'll mm. be really like, ooh. Like they do some interesting stuff with the music that if unless you're paying attention to it, you don't hear it. Like they just need better music. Like I, I like- don't want to hear... It just sounds like elevator music. You know, it is.
3: Like I like what happens when you play Uatu. It sounds cool. It all gets re- weirdly quiet yeah. and echoey. Yeah.
2: yeah, that stuff's fine. Like the, I think most of it's fine. I just I, The quality of the music should be a
1: thousand times better. All right. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird how how much I disagree. I'm just glad it's not so samey with Marvel stuff. That actually that that that's what I wanted. I didn't want to hear. I've heard all that. I can hear the the Avengers lead up and the it's all good and stuff. But I'm just you know I give me something new.
3: Well, even you if the,
2: even if it's new stuff, they can still do better than
3: this. I want. I played Spider Man. I just, I want that every time a card flips over.
1: All right. Not bad. I do love that. You can hold certain cards, not all of them, but most of them. And the card will do the thing the character is famous for. Like Punisher just starts shooting all over the place. Hold up Cyclops, (laughs) shoots big old beam out until you put him down. Like it's just cosmetic and I appreciate it. None of us are just that UI stuff John's talking about. Totally agree. That needs a huge improvement. But when you're in the game space that's all beautiful. Yeah,
3: Wonderful in there. Good. Yeah. And the art yeah. on the cards is so Although, good. Yeah. I wouldn't Although, say yeah. I wouldn't say no to new
2: backgrounds. Oh, to the...
3: Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be nice. To like the Hearthstone has things. new backgrounds.
2: I wouldn't say no to like, you know, some variety on yeah. the background.
3: It'd be cool yeah. if they divided it and maybe they'll do stuff like this. Like I'm very hopeful for the PC version. I don't think I should be because right now there's a beta, which is literally just it plays the mobile version. In I can U, play it on a on an M1 Mac but
1: you're right you have to yeah, you the only other like, uh, thing is to opt into that beta test thing right now on Steam.
3: My hope is that they go all out because what I'd like to see is when locations form like have cool like 3Dified backgrounds in that segment of it which really doesn't work great on a phone but it would look pretty cool on like a desktop mode. I hope the desktop mode solves some of my gripes about I, UI I, and stuff. I, like I will that. say
2: the desktop mode in its current state, John. It's like
1: the crappy version of the mobile.
2: Oh mode. no, I,
3: yeah, I played it. Yeah, it is okay. it is literally just a it is it, an emulation of the mobile thing. Yeah, right. with, it needs work, it's not pleasant. <laughs>
1: they they no, claim they're gonna make good. a widescreen and do all kinds of work on it. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, but
3: at least it, it does work on some level. So there's that. Yeah.
2: I, I like the game with all the complaining. It's because hey, the game's actually like really
1: fun. So I want
3: I want to play it right now while yeah, we're know, podcasting. Me too. Yeah. And yeah. you guys are about to talk about Overwatch, so perfect time I to get a match I'm yep. going Let's to. see if
1: you can do it, actually. Let's test this. So, Overwatch 2, Bo and I played a ton of it. Um, I'm completely hooked on Overwatch again. Overwatch 2 has got me under its thumb pretty hard.
2: we got to solve our competitive woes. We lose a lot. Yeah, but, we lost uh, a
1: lot of games that day. I and mean, also, the, the more we added people, the longer the queues were. And I don't know how that works with their current MMR setup, but Something was funky there. Yeah, um, it's
2: a it's a, yeah, it's a little strange when we start to get into groups. I don't know the logic anymore. Yeah,
1: maybe that susses itself out over time. But for when I'm in there just playing a couple of games during the day or something, I'm winning more than I lose. I'm having a blast. I like support. I like the changes. The five-man role pick stuff is great where someone is a tank, two, two healers, two DPS dealers, and that's it, and that's how it is. And they can change their characters in their own pool, their class pool, but they can't, you know, be like old school. There is a way to play that in the arcade mode, but this new standard way of playing both um, uh, quick matches as well as competitive are really doing it for me. And I just like how those matches feel. They don't feel as quick. I don't feel like I'm responding every five seconds. I feel like I'm really into some battles and staying there longer and, you know, when I'm playing support, really helping my team. And it just feels really good. I don't know, man. I think Overwatch Two is pretty, pretty great. Just, I'm hooked you know, on it. Yeah, I'm you know. hooked
2: on it as much as I am Snap. My days are now filled with Overwatch <laughs> and Snap. <laughs> you know, at uh, least you can I play you know, every day.
1: At least you can walk away from one and do something totally different. You know, those are good, two good games yeah. to have going at once, I guess. Um, but anything uh, else you want to say about it? I mean, we've had nothing but we we finally well, we played we a bunch about of it games. a lot. I don't
2: yeah. have anything new to say. You know, I, I don't know how long i'll play for but i've been enjoying playing the competitive mode and trying to figure that out
1: yeah, yeah. i want to i kind of have a little bit of rank desire and i don't usually care about that i probably won't even be great but i kind of want to do it um yeah i i just it's been a while since i played a, any
2: sporty type game and it's just the production values there it's great and i'm kind of looking forward to more content down the line yeah. if they're going to do the single player so and we probably got- hear more about that game but
1: you know, There's nothing really
2: new and earth shattering to say this.
1: No, thing. and we talked last week a bunch about, you know, just structurally how things work and the the way the battle pass works versus the old loot box method and all that. So we won't get into all that, but, you know, it's a game that's got under, you know, sometimes a game gets under your skin and you didn't quite expect it to, and, it, and this one did hard. So we played like five hours yesterday, me and Bo, and I think that's half the reason my back got thrown out because Sorry, I was man. sitting, no, it's not your <laughs> fault, but I just sat there for so long. And then I went and moved something, and it went ding. And then I knew. And then I knew what was going on. And then it was like that's
2: why we got the painkillers or the muscle relaxers today. That's, I know. Right now, I feel like Job
1: of the Hut right now. Just kind of like like I'm melting a little bit. It's very weird. It's kind of a, it's kind of a good feeling. Right? Yeah, it's not bad. I don't have to eat toads and kill uh, dancer girls either. Twilight, <laughs> Twilight dancers. Um, All right, Uh, finally, uh, well, now let's get to the games we individually played. So listen to this, you guys. This is cool. I got a little theme to play. You heard about it earlier. Here you go. Right here. Where'd it go? Work harder. All right, chore core games I played this week. One, and it's called The Mortuary Assistant and some Sorry, of you I just
3: finished my game i wanted to compare it to how long overwatch oh, you were almost
1: had. exactly there now
3: i did have to launch the game and that took a little bit so i think it took exactly as long to play a marvel snap game as it did to talk about overwatch
1: and so chad you'll have to we didn't pay attention so we don't know how long that was so if anybody out there was keeping we didn't time it so we have no idea i could go look later but
3: no, I am just I just mean that they can put that on the box now for this oh, yeah. mobile yeah. game, as they can say rounds last as long as Overwatch 2 discussion. Yeah,
1: there you go. I like it. I think that will be some real, you know, and they have connections to Blizzard, all ex-Blizzard guys. It'll all work out. Um, okay. The Mortuary Sorry. Assistant is scary as hell. I want to thank Tweep again publicly for gifting it to me. This was a game I was going to play with John. I still plan to, but the other day... I was like, you know, well, let's just crack that open and see if I'm even going to do it. Like, is this <laughs> game enough, you know, or am I going to be too scared, not scared enough? Like, I just kind of wanted to to see. So plus I was testing a new streaming thing. Anyway, I got in and I played an hour and a half or something. It's scary. It's full of scary shit. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's also profoundly frustrating. And I have a feeling the game means to be. And by that, I just mean this. It's chorecore in the sense that you're going to a mortuary and you're trying to work on dead bodies and do all the stuff you got to do. And it's all very macabre and gross and everything. Um, but it's very step-by-step. You have limited inventory. It's like empty out the embalmer thing. Clean it out. Okay, fill it back up with embalming fluid plus those three other chemicals you need. Now plug it into the neck of the dead guy and cut him open and with the thing. Oh, shoot, I don't have those. Where are they? They're in that drawer over there. Like there's a lot of this weird... Busy work, but I think that's un- I think they do that on purpose because while you're doing it, you'll be like, oh, I need those scissors again, and you'll turn and there's somebody there standing there, going, and then they're gone, or you're like, shoot, where are the wipes? I got to wipe down her face, and you open a drawer, and then you hear a voice go, be my friend, brruh, whatever, somewhere in some other room. So I think they want me frustrated and looking around for stuff so that the game can then script in these moments of scaring me and it does a pretty good job of it so yeah anyway
3: i liked your i watched your highlight reel of it and uh, i liked your reaction when you discovered that the next dead body you needed to work on was a clown (laughs) i was so pissed
1: i was pissed (laughs) because at that stage i was getting really freaked out and the stuff i cut out of the highlight video which is up on youtube uh, if anyone wants to see it um it's only seven minutes long but it, the reason it's so short is because there are tons of moments of me digging through drawers looking for things where's the clipboard did the guy tell me before he left where the clipboard was this freaking eric roberts looking ass butthole he that leaves me there
3: look exactly like eric roberts you're not wrong oh it
1: just was irritating but it was fun and i think i'm i think i am gonna finish it i, I gotta get with john on when we're gonna do it but i think you know It's going somewhere and I kind of want to see the story through. That's the part I didn't expect as I guess there's a cohesive story you're aiming for here. It isn't just a roguelike type sim where you're just cleaning out bodies and do the next one, do the next one. It's not that. It would be a very different game, I think.
3: But By all um, counts, it's pretty short. So I think we would only need a session or two. Okay, Depending on uh, how nice. much time we set aside. But even be- I've, even I've better. it's a pretty short game.
1: Even better, because I've had it with like old lady, 89-year-old naked, dead, blue-skinned ladies who sit up and talk to me. I don't want to do that for very much longer. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Uh, Near Automata got a lot of play time for me this week. Quick mention, not much to say. We've talked about that game before, but um, it's really good on Steam Deck, which is where I'm, Playing it primarily and i'm gonna say a controversial statement that john will love to bounce around and figure out a response for okay near automata i can't speak to the other near game or the one before it that inspired it all i can't remember the name of that um they just did a remaster the one that's before this near one
3: replicant, replicant replicants
1: think? the one before the replicants the one they just remastered but technically is a prequel to are you talking automata. about draken guard yes
3: Dragon Guard 3?
1: Yes. Never played any of that. Yeah. And I'm sure it's just tenuously connected. But if I had to pick one, this is a hard thing for me because I really struggle, but if I had to pick one game from Square Enix that I think is my favorite, that isn't mainline Final Fantasy, or... See, I really like... I really like the, the Deus Ex games, so this is hard yeah, to say. They've
3: got a Square Enix, even though they're pretty down on their own products half the time, has a really good library of games.
1: You know what? I'll say everything Japan related. <laughs> I think my favorite <laughs> okay. stuff that was not Western Studios, right? And things they didn't yeah. just sell off.
3: But that doesn't include Final Fantasies now. Well, or that, I, does, that would include. That's so true. You still need a caveat.
1: You're right. I don't know. You know what? We'll leave Final Fantasy's its own thing. It can go sit over there and do whatever it does. <laughs> okay. But near the near games in particular Automata, I think, is one of my favorite things they ever ever made over there. I really like that game. I don't know why I didn't it's beat good. it the first time through. So I'm gonna keep playing that. It's really good. That's been my bedtime thing until the damn Marvel Snap came and got in my way. Uh and then finally, oh, I even have a sound for this. Listen to this new thing. Where is it? I lost it. Oh shit. Is it this?
0: Work harder
1: no well, you know i didn't do it i didn't put it in here never mind forget it anyway it's an indie game <laughs> um and i played an indie this week uh and i decided to call that vampire survivors 1.0 not much else to say here again we've talked about it a million times john is really the master of this game anyway i'm you know i come to it casually but when i heard they hit 1.0 i was like oh let's go in there and see what this new engine looks like and you know there was all that
3: talk yeah, it looks a lot like the old it's one. The a, art has changed, though. A little it, bit. If you were like me and you were playing every patch, you, you've noticed the change. But yeah. it's still rooted in what it was.
1: It's Yeah, and it's still everything you think it is, and it's still very good. And the loop is super addicting. And before I know it, I'm sitting there 20 minutes later just trying to push a 20 or, and mm-hmm. going, oh my gosh, the show starts in like a half an hour. What am I doing? So anyway, Vampire Survivor is now out on sale right now for four bucks. Uh, if you want to save money and not pay the full five, or no, it's three nine. Yeah, four four bucks right now. It'll be six when it's out of sale. Finally, oh no, that's it for me. Let's move on to John. John, you played more Fortnite. How's that going?
3: I did, uh, guys. I really like Fortnite. Oh, man. I I hate to say it, but I really like Fortnite, and yeah. it has only gotten better because it has turned into a family game like that was the thing. And it's been weird to be in my household where everybody kind of likes video games, but nobody plays the same thing. The kids mm-hmm. like Roblox. Uh, I like video games that are good. And um, my wife typically just doesn't have time for for any of it. But, it, you know, is interested. And now we have a game that because of the way cross play works and because it is a shared interest. Um, we can all play together. So, you know, we, I was doing trios with the kids. I was doing, uh, duos last night. Uh, my wife and I, which was a really great run. And before everybody just gets in and yells bots, uh, we got three victory Royales in a row last night. Um, Because I think that there was something going on with the matchmaking on her being brand new and on the Switch. And I Mm -hmm. think they were having me on the PC go up against a bunch of Nintendo Switch players. And let me tell you, that was not fair for them. (laughs) And there were a lot of, if those weren't bots and those were people, there were a lot of sad children uh, in the realm of Fortnite
4: the other night.
3: Because let me tell you, they got smoked (laughs) really badly um but it was a great time and it's just nice to have something you know we don't all have to be on the same console like we can have the you know kids on Xboxes and my wife on the Switch and me on the PC and it all just works and it works really well and uh it's fun it's a ridiculous game that is a mishmash of every licensed property they can get their hands on uh you know, I was singing "Get Swifty" the other day from Rick and Morty before a match when I got really arrogant about how much I was schooling switch kids. um It's dumb, but it's a lot of fun. I it's really, you could really
1: tell dumb. me you're playing the worst game on the planet, and I'd still be happy for you because family games are the best. I don't care what game yeah. it is, like it is the best thing for us. it was wow then Diablo. For my kids when they were of age to play video games like that. Today we still, you know, when Overwatch first came out, we were all playing that together.
2: Well, you're training them. You know, give it five years and they'll be killing your trash for you while you you know
1: Well, they're still in in a dungeon. Yeah,
2: you know. that's they're that's still a, young. Like you're training yeah. them. Like I would look at it as like, you know, Fortnite. I'm like, I don't like this game, but you know it's fun with family. But eventually, but that's the thing is, I even have to say that I
3: like <laughs> the game. I play by myself. Like I, no, once I know the you know. Build I'm mode, for me. I, yeah, yeah. Once I'd the be no be build, build mode popped in, like that's where it got me. Because I do hate the... I used to always complain, you know, you shoot somebody and a castle explodes out of them the second you hit them. <laughs> it's just so stupid. I hate it so much. Yeah. But playing the no-build mode has been genuinely fun and has gotten me um, actually pretty decent at the game to where I can, you know, hold my own Actually. And stuff like that, and you know, uh, we played a lot of battle royale games. Um, we did, you know, we played PUBG, we played uh, what was the other one? What was the other big one we played? Oh,
1: oh. Uh, 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 session Apex Legends. I got the there. you, didn't
3: say it, but you said enough of it to get me to remember it. <laughs> What's <laughs> all, wrong with it? All this? I needed to, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's it, that's, that's the, the one. one so I mean it's a genre that we've all had a good time with and we've all laughed and and played in and I think honestly the building really turned me off of Fortnite and with it out I think it is easily the most fun one of those that I have played. Yeah. So it's it's pretty impressive how much it won me over because I certainly didn't go into it looking to have a good time. Right. Um I expected it to be uh, pretty bad and but now i'm enjoying the events they're doing a halloween event right now which turns you into a werewolf and uh that's a good time yep. um lets you you know right click and you can hunt the scent of other players and uh slash them and stuff and <sighs> it's uh it's ridiculous and it's great all right. and uh it's a good time and yeah other than that the only other things i played was things you all played so yeah that, that was my week.
1: Uh, you wanted to give a quick thanks, a shout out to somebody here.
3: Oh, right. I didn't have the notes up in front of me. I should have because this was here to remind me. So I did not uh, get to play it. I got it while I was still um, in my podcasting marathon today. Um, so I haven't played it yet, but uh, Necro Smith uh, is a game that was gifted to me from a listener named Dead Center. And I just wanted to give a thank you. I will, I promise, I will have played it by the next time. We convene, so I'll give thoughts on it. I actually don't know much about it because all I really had time for was to go, oh, that's nice. Somebody gifted me a game and uh, add it to my library. So I'm going to check this out. It looks like it is. Three bucks. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, look at this. It's like it's a vampire survivor. Sort type of. of. It team.
1: says a necromancer simulator. Assemble the dead using different body parts while upgrading their tower or your tower. Combine the abilities of the different fantastic races to fight your way through the hordes of enemies and overrun the chosen ones to tell the truth. The dead are pretty um dumb. It says this is reviewed yeah. really well. seems like it's good.
0: Yeah,
3: I'll give it a go. I'll let you guys know what I think of it next week. So, but I wanted to give a, th- a thank you to them while they did it rather than make them wait a week. So yeah. uh, much appreciated. And I will give it a go.
1: I might have to buy this. It's only three bucks yeah hmm. all right best best advertisement is a is a three dollar game all right let's move on to uh <laughs> oh one i forgot to mention one two quick things about overwatch torbjorn and bastion are oh, out no, of the game right now competitive snap. don't worry about it, this be quick they return okay. to overwatch next week on the 27th along with junkertown which was also taken out of rotation for bugs or exploits and all of that stuff's coming back so there was that all right now that's coming back next week yeah, Bastion and uh, and Torbjorn in. Well, Torbjorn's back in quick uh, quick match, but he'll be back for competitive as well. So all th- or both of them are cut come- will be back in everything, and then this and then that map that went missing will be back. Um, the one thing I've been wanting to hear the most about today is literally Bo's other game that he played. Mm. Mm. Even though yeah. he really only played a tutorial, Bo, tell me about Crusader Oops. Kings Three and how I can penetrate this <laughs> bastard.
3: Yeah, this is a. I feel like he's about to explain a road I want to walk.
1: Yes. I. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. John's cracking up. Yeah. You got some internet stuff. weird. It's
2: all. No, no, I'm saying, John,
1: your voice is cracking up. So it was. Oh no. Most of what you said. It's like a. It sounds like like, Wi-Fi lag. So it sounds like. Yeah. I could be wrong. Somebody there's probably watching uh, Bluey or who knows what they're doing. It
2: wasn't really bad. Like we were, you were definitely intelligible, but that last sentence was like I. Oh, uh, uh,
3: uh, 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 uh. No, that's how. That's what I said. Oh, Okay. That's <laughs> okay. What I said.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. Makes All sense right. now. All right. So so that we don't drag out the show any longer than it needs to be, let me just get to it. <laughs> um, so I've been wanting to play this for a while. I've just rewatched Game of Thrones seasons one through eight, and you know I I have a really this is a big interest in just like. The fantasy, like I like the 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 fantasy world of houses and you know the medievalness of it. It's not, yeah, there's dragons and undead, but it's the politics, the intrigue, the lying, all that stuff having to do with the Game of Thrones itself, the literal game. So, I was, I I needed something to scratch my itch. I didn't, I wasn't ready to finish watching Game of Thrones. You know, Mm -hmm. I've watched all House of the Dragon. I'm like, maybe I'll read the book. I'm like, Yo, Crusader Kings 2, That's about like. You know marriages and power and poisoning mm-hmm. people and incest and all that great stuff <laughs> i was like let me let me play this game and um so i bought crusader kings 3 and all its expansions in so far i'm sure it's gonna have more but like there's a bundle you can buy um and i was like i just wanted to check it out so i'm like all right there's a tutorial let me do the tutorial You play as an irish a uh, tribal lord of some kind. Whole, okay. It's not that complicated. We all get kings and queens. We all get stuff. But there's things to know. I have to learn about what Cassius Belli means, which is a cause for war. You can't declare war unless you have a cause for it. And, you know, there's different types of fiefdoms and and tribal lands and then empires. And then there's rules. This game is dense. And it has a system where you can highlight something. It's really well-documented. If you highlight something, there's a tooltip. But guess what? Inside that tooltip is a hyperlinked text to a nested tooltip, a second tooltip. And in that second tooltip, there are other hyperlinks to a third tooltip. I got so deep into tooltips, I was back in a circle to a tooltip that I originally did 15 (laughs) levels ago. (laughs) <laughs> this game is insane. So I'm like doing the tutorial, but all I'm doing is like, what does de jour mean? Okay. What does it mean when you have a s- small hook on someone? So a small hook means, you know, that they're cheating on their, their, their King and you're keeping it a secret, but you can call in a favor. Yeah. And then there's an actual hook where you can be like, I know you killed some, you had your brother killed. And because of that, when it's time to declare war, you're going to declare with me. So I haven't really gotten to the game yet. I'm just understanding how this whole game of Thrones works. And I had a good time. I was like, because it's not like rocket science. It's not Dyson Sphere program where you're like, how does the energy sun generator work? And how many products do you... It's all kind of stuff that you're like, okay, intuitively I know it. I just have to understand how it works in this game. The impression I'm getting is that this isn't a game like Civ, you have to win, right? There's right. victory points. Victory, uh, so this game, you don't have to win. This isn't about winning at all. This is about enjoying the journey. Now, I think you can define winning as maybe making the whole world your empire. Why not? I haven't played it yet, but generally speaking, you have a family. And the only way you lose is if you have no or, heirs or nobody left in the family. <laughs> if the whole family dies out, you're done. Yeah.
0: So, so no you know, make sure you get airs. married,
2: make sure you have kids. Cause as soon as your character dies, you take over the next ruler in line, essentially. Right. right. So, and then, so the way it was sort of described is just enjoy the journey of the power you get, or maybe the power you lose the game of Thrones, right? Like not everyone makes it to be King or whatever. So, so that's how it was set up. And I see the mechanics, there's intrigue, there's, um, you have to deal with your family members. you have to. You have different traits, and those traits, you know, like in Sims, where if let you like you're a vivacious guy, you'll like other vivacious monarchs. Well, in this one, if you're authoritarian, other authoritarian rulers will b- work with you more kindly. Like you you have a bunch of relationship points, and apparently, because there's like hundreds of territories, and these all have families and giant family tree lineages. And every in the simulation, every person has a relationship, relational um, number in the simulation that gets modified based on actions and, and all this stuff as you go through the game. So in the tutorial, I have a vassal. So a vassal is someone that um, is ruler of a territory, but answers to me, but I don't have to manage it, mm. but I still have to get along with him. And if I don't appoint him to my council, my small council, just like in Game of Thrones, you got your small, but don't to appoint him to my council. He might get insulted by that. And but also if I don't like him, maybe I can talk to one of his siblings or his children and you know convince them to kill him or something like that. Like so it's this whole simulation of monarchs and, and emperors and controlling territory. Battle's fairly simple. It's not you're not going you, if you want a good war strategy or good war simulation, this isn't the place. It's like you collect levies, which is your peasants that you give weapons to. And then you can actually train knights in this. And you know, you may declare war, but there are other ways to take power, which is to marry off your children and then inherit their land. I mean, I have, I've, I've, like I guess that I literally read four hours of tool tips <laughs> and did the tutorial. (laughs) So I have about as much sense of any game as just when you're in the starting gate. And I still feel like there's so many systems. There's like talent trees um, that you can... What's really interesting is they made it super flexible. So you can have... Like even though it's medieval times, you can have a totally like homosexual um, uh, religion, for example. That's like anachronistic because that didn't happen. You'd be like, we believe in God. We believe in homosexual relationships. And we're matrilineal, which means power passes through the woman. Like, this game's very flexible. In it's not doesn't need to be historically accurate. It starts historically accurate, and then you can do whatever you want with the system. So that's really interesting too. Mm. Um, and I think you can be uh, Hitler in this game, or you can be Gandhi. Uh, you can do whatever you want. It's a sort of sandbox simulation of monarchies. So I am excited to play. But I didn't get I haven't really <laughs> didn't started it. yet. Yeah. Yeah. I did the tutorial it. and it was cool. Um, the only thing that it's missing so far as I can tell is that, you know, because I was watching Game of Thrones, I kinda wanna hear some wicked ass dialogue and text and stuff, right? Yeah, you know, I want to hear winter is coming, <clears throat> you know. Although the houses do all have words. Um so that's none of you know what I mean is, like there's, there's no, no fantasy here,
1: Right? No fantasy, no dragons, no spells,
2: no. no fantasy, no. it's all medieval stuff. So yeah, it would be fun if there's some fantasy elements to it. And there's um I don't there's just no dramatization, right? There's no like actual scripting and and like dialogue and stuff like that, you know. It's a Sure. It's a board game.
1: Right. But um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, it's uh I need to play it. I, it's on Game Pass. There's no reason for me not to just try to. I, it's my focus and my attention level. I think it's yeah. like reading rules in a, a really complicated uh, tabletop game. I hate those. Forget. Yeah, it's
2: it. it's it's like I feel like it's one of those things where it's rules heavy, but once you get it, there's a lot of fun to be had. But yes, this is a learning. This is a learning curve game. There's a gate, gotcha, at the front. So. All right. Um, I may stream it. Maybe, you know, a clip out of a highlight or two that looks like fun and that might just make for some good stories. I'm
1: I'm interested. Yeah, I would watch that stream because I I want to know. I want to watch someone I like play a game like this because I need to be, it needs to be their cadence, not some dude on YouTube. I think
2: the the goal of this game isn't to, you know, build the best factory in Factorio or Satisfactory. Like, because you get those guys, right? Like, how to be, you know, how to optimize how to, you know, how to engineer. And it's not like Civ where it's like, you got to try to win. This game is not about winning. It's not about optimizing. It's literally about, you know, I tried to have sex with my sister and she turned me down. So I got in a jealous fit. I killed, killed her lover lover. And then I married her off to some asshole across the world. It's just like, like, it's just, it's meant to be like, that's funny or whatever. Like, it's just meant to be like, just fun in, in, medieval yeah, context, you know, like, yeah. like maybe you want to be a cruel emperor. I crushed all my enemies, someone, I was really nice to a guy and then he, he pat me to pass it, you know, someone in my court and I decided to didn't like, like what kind of ruler do you want to be? And I think oh, you also do like breeding. So like if one ruler, like one hair has like, you know, good genes, there's traits and you can uh-huh. breed them with someone else and you can make the monarchy want through inbreeding, selective breeding of rulers. Like, that whole world of a hundred, few hundred years ago, is what this is a game of. Interesting, and so I, th- I, think it's about having. F- so even though it's like I'm worried about all the rules, this one is more like just have fun. Like there's a funny story that's coming out of the experience. Just have some fun with it. It's not really about winning or
1: anything like. There's that. a reason that game is listed in PC Gamer's 100 best video games to play like right now. It's I like like gave it a two ten or three. Yeah, they gave yeah. CK three.
2: They gave it a ten. Uh um which is rare for ign even and i watched the. that's what helped convince me i was like they gave it a 10 like there's 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 i i think it really is because this game's designed to be fun where most games that look like this are designed to be study yeah and and optimization
1: path so i think you're right um, now you, play, I,
2: I definitely want to play i'll report back on it
1: i'm you've, excited you've given me hope and for in penetrating this video game mm-hmm. uh let's get to emails and texts what what did what? i just say weird okay first this that's a good question now i'll explain myself uh we get emails already talk to the court gmail.com keep those coming if that's your preferred method of communication no problem we'll do it if you would like to just like you're on the bus and you're like oh i got a quick question for those guys i just want to text them you can do it just put this uh, number in your phone. Cost you nothing. It's just a number I own, 801 That's 801 If you send a text to that number, if you want your name read, you have to tell me who you are because I don't get any of that information. Um, and by the way, there's, none of this information is like usable or I, I don't save it. It's just a text. Uh, so if you want to text me at that number, 801 when you got a thought during the week or whatever, I'll be checking those before shows and reading them here. Let's start with the email from mace grim sounds like a character on game of thrones anyway his real name is macy it says hey core hounds the conversation around overwatch 2 is me reminiscing about the good old days of gaming where we didn't feel the need for metagame rewards and played strictly thanks to gameplay most of the conversations around overwatch 2 are yeah the gameplay is great but i don't like the battle pass so i probably won't play which seems odd to me says grim mace grim he says, I'll agree that the preeminent Battle game, uh, battle Pass game, Fortnite, has a much better cadre of skins and value within their Battle Pass, uh, but I've been enjoying Overwatch 2, even without getting the Battle Pass. I don't intend to be competitive or anything. It's just a great way to blow, blow off some steam. It's probably not right or wrong to have a good or bad Battle Pass uh, opinion in your mind when you're choosing your game for the evening. But it has me thinking about the changing landscapes for what we want out of our games. What do you all think about this general idea? P.S. Core helped me get a good college education. F- four year education is how long it took him, as long as we've been doing the show. That's weird. Wow. Um, just, That's just crazy. So I just wanted about. to say thanks and highlight the longevity of your amazing show. Uh, all my best, Mace. Well, that's awesome, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. You Glad we were there more for you.
3: four years than I did, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's just cool to
1: know the show. I always love hearing when the show accompanies people in their huge life thing, so always let us know about that. To address the issue or the, or the your comments, um, I felt a little bit of that as well this week, Having enjoying the gameplay so much that for the first time in a while, I'm not thinking about monetization or opening the next thing. Um, with loot boxes, it was like, oh, I got to open it now. Oh, shoot, a new match is starting. I can't even open my own loot box. Like there was always this feeling of like, oh, I missed something. This game doesn't feel quite like that. The game is more like, all right, good match. Let's go again. Oh, we lost. It's okay. Let's dust ourselves off and play some more. Like I feel like Quake and the original TF2 mod days or, you know, that era of gaming, there was no progression. There was none of these things. And I'm not saying those aren't great. They are. I'm just saying I've been playing that game for the purity of playing it. And that I I must not be alone because it sounds like that's what you're describing. Everybody's going to come to it differently though. So I can't prescribe this to anybody, but the fun factor in overwatch right now, the fun factor John's finding in Fortnite, Um, I do think we all want that first. All this other stuff sometimes gets in the, gets in the way of the conversation, but really we just, you know, if there's no fun, then what
3: are we doing? And I think Mm. that that's a good metric with which to judge bad monetization and bad battle passes, right? Is the battle pass getting in the way of that experience? Like if you want to talk about the most egregious mobile things, the stuff I genuinely hate that I think is a, a true detriment to gaming, it's the stuff where it's like, oh, are you enjoying the game? Well, give us more money and we'll let you play more. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, it really should just be about, like, I want to play the game. I want to have fun. And all this other stuff is just extra. Right. Nice. Right. And if your game allows that to happen, it kind of doesn't matter what the monetization model is. If if you yeah. just want to sit down and play a fun game with friends and the game allows you to do that, then the other stuff doesn't matter that much. Yeah,
1: because it's but, not really in your way. If you're like, hey, we should have a big five-person Overwatch team get together tonight, you can do that with so little barrier. There's just no reason not to. If you have a
3: computer... But if a barrier exists, if that is there, if there is something that goes, well, Scott, how much battle energy did you use? If you're drained on battle energy, you can't play another match of... uh of overwatch two right well okay now we have discovered a problem yeah you know? or if you're just playing it because like well i got the battle pass i gotta play it like then you've discovered the other side of the problem right <laughs> yeah
1: that it wasn't good as good as the money you spent on it now you're only playing it because it's a job or because right. you paid for a thing i agree um uh, well anyway I've, I've i've i have found the last week or so to be refreshing in that regard in my time in there um and I hope that's what he's having. Sounds like it is. All right. Now we get to these texts and they have their own little thing. I don't know why I did all this this week. I blame the pills. Here you go. <laughs> there go. goes like a text. You hear that? Little- nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah, a good. Was one.
2: good. No, was
1: fun. <laughs> yeah, well. uh, first one from Cyrenex. It says, last week, John mentioned the Fortnite Battle Pass. And I wanted to bring up one detail I think was missing that I personally think makes Fortnite have one of the best Battle Pass models out there. You can earn more and uh, earn more than enough currency in the premium battle pass to buy another premium battle pass. That means with a little discipline and play time, you, you only need to pay out of pocket for the first pass you get. Love the show, guys! If you need a good decoy in Overwatch, I'm really good at taking bullets to the face. Says Cyronix, probably mm-hmm. probably a
3: yeah, that's- a tank. That's points. a good point. That, and that's what we told the kids because they were getting excited about it. We wanted them to be excited. And there was a lot of like, oh, I wish I could have that skin. But we want to find a way to help teach them moderation and being responsible and saving, even if it's a digital currency. So what, uh, what we told them is we are going to buy you your first battle pass. You can get enough currency to buy the next one when it comes out if you save, we are not going to buy you the second battle pass. Yeah. That's what we told them. Yeah. We said, you can do whatever you want with those V-Bucks that you earn. But just so you know, the second one is not going to be purchased for you. So you are going to have to figure that out if you get there. And so far, it has encouraged them to both seek out getting that as a reward so they'll be able to do that and also hold on to it, which is you know, a good skill. It so- is.
1: I agree. The only way that backfires on you... Is if they they know they got to play so much to get the thing to co- to play up to pay over? It's a little like uh golden wow or the gold ticket thing. That yeah, so it's a little like that. Like on the one hand, like at one point will will you have to ask the question? Do I want them spending all their waking moments in the game, but they're earning the next battle pass? Or would I rather them doing something that earned them ten dollars they could buy and battle pass with? So that's the sure. tricky bit.
0: Yeah, I,
3: and uh, and that's a good point. And I think like if they showed saving and they didn't play enough to earn it, um, but I will say it's not actually that hard to get through the battle pass. Um, but you know, they're also kids. So I, I went in with a meta gaming mindset. I was like, all right, what are the quests? What's the quickest and easiest way? They're just playing to have fun. They're not doing the garbage I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you know, if they are showing the skill of restraint and doing good, I would buy them a battle pass a second time if they didn't quite make it. Yeah.
1: That's the you other know, thing parents do. Difference. We lay down because, rules and then we get, and then we get a little soft t- toward the end, not in a bad way, but like in a sort of, you want to reward them. Right. Cause right. They tried really you hard.
3: showed the initiative and you showed the effort and you know, you, you did a good job. Like, We'll reward that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Welcome so, to Dads and Gaming. Yes.
3: Yeah, so they don't they need don't need to be on Fortnite all the time. That's One right. of them I think will hit it no matter what. He's on Fortnite.
1: Let's do a dads and gaming seminar and charge fifty bucks per ticket. Oh, please. Let's, let's. I need
3: money. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I want to I buy the next battle pass. I didn't have the restraint. They did. I, I,
1: love, I love that idea.
3: <laughs> I got to get some money.
1: All right. A couple of very fast ones here. We got one from Shana fan who says, Scott, you talk about great games to play on the Steam Deck. My question is, what plays like shit on the Steam Deck? So a game that says it plays well on there, like in their certification that plays absolute garbage on there, it just needs to be optimized is deus ex i mentioned it earlier uh the newer game uh, human di- human or mankind divided is that it whatever it is um the newer deus ex game runs like crap and i don't know why there's no good reason other than they haven't updated it in years so why would they just it's probably some small thing they could do but they're not going to do it uh that's my only complaint of any games that run really poopy there are some that just plain won't run but most games even if they have some they'll warn you about one or two items they'll run fine maybe the text is a little small and they haven't scaled or give you a scale ui option or something but for the most part everything you throw out it's pretty good but hey deus ex hey hey whoever owns all that stuff that's square sold could you fix that let me know final text came in from albert uh aka mayor mccheese oh my gosh you guys
3: (laughs) it's mayor mccheese Mayor mccheese we finally know his real name yeah albert Albert mccheese does grimace still live in your basement
1: anyway here's what he says he's in maryland uh why no silent hill one i assume he means why didn't they do that remake that um i think two people people care about two two is an iterative classic one is important because it needed to exist but it's not near the game that 2 was, which I didn't play all the way. I played some of it, and I had to leave 1 because it scared me, but from what I can tell, it's the superior story. It was a PS2 showcase in a lot of ways. Like, that's the game. 1's important from just historical perspectives, but it's the same reason, like, I don't know. You can't compare Super Mario 1. It's a classic. It's amazing. It's incredible. Super Mario Brothers, that is. But if you play 3... You're going to play a game that is superior to it in almost every way. That's how that works. I'd rather have three remade than one, but I still have fond feelings for it. At
3: this point, I think we're so far away from those old Mario games. You're going to remake them. Yeah, remake. Go ahead and
1: remake. Yeah, do them proper. There's GBA GBA versions of the remakes of two, three. I forgot the the other one.
3: There's even that Super Nintendo version, Super Mario All-Star, where they uh, upgraded the sprites. Yeah, those those are great.
1: Those are great. Yeah. The, the the my favorite GBA one of my favorite GBA games probably top three is actually a remake of an NES game. The original Kirby game they redid for GBA and all new 16-bit you know parallax scrolling all that so much better of a game it looks amazing plays is just as great as the original did it is the best Kirby game ever made uh, if you are inclined to uh, to uh, emulate it I'm not going to stop you okay. You do you. <laughs> um, all yep. right. That's it for those texts. If you'd like to send your text into the show, 801-471-0462, or you can send us a traditional good old-fashioned email, talktothecore at gmail.com. Oh, that was um, fun. Yeah, it was great. We should probably... Oh, thank you,
3: honey. Where'd you go?
1: Sorry. Burrito <laughs> delivery. This sounds great. I'm going to devour sure. these in a minute when I'm done.
3: That does sound great. Oh, I want a burrito. You're the
1: best. All right. Yeah, thank you. I want a burrito, we'll pay too. Back somehow.
3: <laughs> i am sad
1: can you send burritos to john and beau okay it's on their way they're on it's, it's not happening i'll pay for the shipping <laughs> <laughs> you get what's the burrito situation in canada anything good up there
2: oh uh, like, yeah i got some burrito there's um a burrito gringo that i can
1: get and it's good a burrito from
0: I don't. Good. What does that
2: mean? Well, no, they're
1: in Canada. Well, You're far away from Mexico. I don't know. You know, so
2: I'm not sure. Like, definitely, your Putsinzi probably get down there. Probably aren't right. So, I'm imagining the burritos I'm getting up here are not quite. You guys are more closer to burrito territory, I think.
1: So, <laughs> burrito
2: territory. As far as I can tell, they're tasty. But am I getting? You know, there's that in Breaking Bad, um, in the first season where. Tucos making a burrito for oh, yeah for, uh, for and, and, then, like, yeah. Has, and i'm like that looks delicious it looks nothing like the burritos i have
1: yeah you know what i take a tuco burrito i don't want anything else to do with his life but i'll take a burrito it looks like he makes a mean burrito yeah. Yeah. I'm like,
2: so when i order them, them i'm like well these, yeah. these burritos don't look that amazing also yours are homemade they're probably better because it's with ingredients that you know you're wife is making it's like good you yeah know?
1: do you think hector salamanca ever
2: uh, pooped I, i'm gonna start I, I had a plan to start making my own homemade shawarmas myself because i eat them enough mm. but i'm like they don't i like more vegetables in mine that we pack it place they order they pack it full of meat like yeah. i like meat but like it's like a brick of meat sometimes and i'm like yeah i want more vegetables and there's vegetables they never put in that i want in mine so i'm like i guess gonna start gets pita it's just vegetables rolled up in a pita like i can do it so i'm gonna
1: shawarma rules man it's not just a great stinger for a marvel movie it's fantastic food no no it's it's delicious yep. I, I could eat that every we have day. lots of shawarma
2: places uh, in, in ottawa it's kind of crazy
1: true that uh all right we're gonna move on to oh hey thanks for everybody for supporting us on core we got some new patrons dimension i'm gonna I'm oh gonna, thank you yeah i'm gonna mention these guys because they're great <laughs> sorry couple of these I <laughs> I may have mentioned already. If I have, I apologize. But uh, we got Luis Loyo. We got Joaquin Wilkman, Bryce McDonald, and Adrian. Yeah. Adrian! Yeah. Yeah, finally, Adrian! Finally, finally, Rocky's uh, estranged wife has uh, bellied up to the bar and become a patron here on Core. If you'd like to be a patron as well, go to patreon.com slash core show. You'll never get a commercial ever again of any kind. No ads. Uh, you get free pre-show and end-show content tacked on every single week and their monthly benefits you can't get anywhere else. So please check it out at patreon.com slash core show. Our wallets, banks, and debts. Thank you. Uh, I think that's going to do it. We should probably have the... Uh, me,
2: I got, we got to work on a VR chat
1: party. I'm still committed to this. I'd, I'm ready. Let's do it. Patreon I got party set. and VR chat. You know what? I could do... I still think we should... If anyone who doesn't have the headset... Fine, do the 2D one. It's can, free. Just do, it. do the
2: 2D one. That's fine.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. fine. But if you have a headset, we could have a lot of fun in there. I agree with you.
2: Just, we can do an hour, you know, with some music, make
1: an event out of it. Let's do a big core thing. No humping yeah. or whatever they call it in there. What's it called? No humping. It's not just humping. Yeah. It's a uh,
2: ERP. ERP, erotic role play. There you yeah. go. None of that. Only with consent and not in public places. Yeah, It'll be booted. And
1: only, our- and then all of you at once do it to John. All at once. Oh boy. Can you imagine? 15, 20 well, anime It would just avatars. be a bunch
3: of people that be like, I slowly start unbuttoning my top, and I'd, there's like a bunch of messages all at once, and I'd just be like, cool. Yeah, but in, <laughs> in,
0: cool. v, in
2: VR, it does feel more harassing because of the 3D space, and somebody puts their face in yours, and they're like, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah but I'd it.
3: probably be did on a today? flat panel monitor, so it would just be like watching a bunch of weirdos stick their face. Yeah, in Yeah, exactly. On a flat screen, it'd probably be less. I'm just saying.
2: Sure. Um,
1: did I tell you that I finally found my my Overwatch? Not my Overwatch, sorry. I found my ASMR. I've always said uh, ASMR doesn't work on me. I hear it and I don't yeah. hear anything. Everyone else Marvel like, stat, the Marvel snap music? Tingle. No, but there's always like, it's tingling in the back of my brain and all this. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I found it. It's in Overwatch, and it was always there, and I just didn't know it. But it's this line, or some of these lines. Let's know this. Whoops. Shit. Okay, here
4: we go. Okay,
1: hold on. Not that. Here we go. No.
3: He's
1: not doing it. Hold on.
3: Did you eat Ganymede's bird feed again? Here we
1: go. He asks whether it's still called bird feed. If a hamster eats it. That guy. Whoever's doing that... Goes right to my spine. Can that I,
2: processing I, I, is pretty neat. I, I wonder how they do that voice. Oh, I would like to replicate so good. it. Good. I don't know how. If they could, people because that's a normal person speaking and it's processed in some way.
1: Oh yeah, for echo. sure. Echo.
2: I, I think there's like
1: it's modulated for sure.
2: There's definitely some echo.
1: Can you play another one? Yeah, let me sing here. Got a hold.
3: That's a shame. I'll be giving these cookies I made to teammates who deserve them.
1: Shut up, Bridget. Translation failure. Profanity database error. You've got. I can't get enough of that. I'm not kidding. I got chills just now. Is that weird? It's pretty cool. It's pretty
3: cool. So
2: you get ASMR
1: chills from that? Yeah, yeah. That that voice. voice. Yeah, the squeaky. who it trigger
3: something from childhood or something like that? I don't know. I just love uh, it. I love a deep came and rocked you to sleep.
1: I just love a deep like. (laughs) I don't know. I want on my books.
3: Yeah, is it the
2: robotic quality or the deepness of the voice, like the unnatural deepness? Probably just like very. The EQ on that is like low ends are, are pretty
1: Yeah, definitely pretty, low pretty high. Uh yeah. I, I've I don't know, i do not know, just it. Whatever it is, I love it and <laughs> I'm going to go make a compilation of it because I'm weird. All right. uh, Let's get old lady uh, uh, Jagger over there, the grandma in the corner who hasn't said anything this entire episode. Tell us what we played today so we can send folks home with the right
0: ideas. sometimes people don't remember the games that got discussed on the show. They get too distracted by other things, and I don't know why, but I got a sharp mind, and I'll tell you what we talked about. If you're curious what games all three – well. All three of them played, yeah, sure. It was Dark Tide and Marvel Snap. If you're curious what game only two of them played, it was Overwatch 2. And uh, if, you, if you're if you curious what kinds of games will get Scott to play a scary game, it was the Mortuary Assistant because it's chore core and he likes, he likes to work. <laughs> also, as you just heard before my segment, Scott's aroused by robots, so it's not a surprise he played near Automata a game with very horny robots. And then he also played Vampire Survivors 1.0. John played Fortnite. Yeah, Bo played Crusader Kings 3, the tutorial. He didn't actually play the game, but he's thinking about it, and he seems really excited. So uh, if you're curious what game he didn't play, it was Crusader Kings three. It was four hours,
2: Grandma. It's a it lot, grandma. As playing, grandma. Yeah.
0: I don't think you actually played it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, grandma. She doesn't understand, but that's okay. She's old. She's had a good life. For the rest of you, uh, send us your comments and thoughts. Everything's linked at frogpants.com slash core and uh, you can send emails. Talk to the core at gmail.com. Text us eight oh one four seven one zero four six two. And you can find us all on Twitter. Bo Schwartz, John underscore Jagger. Scott Johnson, and finally, Corpod. That's going to do it for us, for me, and for these chuckleheads. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Silent Hill.